He summoned his shard blade. It was thick at the base, as wide as a man's palm, and the front wave like the ripples of a moving eel. The back had small crystalline protrusions growing out of it. No sheath could hold a weapon like this, and no mortal sword could imitate it, not without growing unusably heavy. You knew a shard blade when you saw one. That was the point. Adolin held the weapon before him in the laboratory, looking at his reflection in the metal. I don't have my mother's necklace, he said, or any of the other traditional things I use to follow. I never really needed them. I only ever needed you. He took a deep breath. I guess... I guess you used to be alive. The others say they can hear your screaming if they touch you, that you're dead, yet somehow still in pain. I'm sorry. I can't do anything about that. But... Thank you. Thank you for assisting me all these years. And if it helps... I'm going to use you to do something good today. I'll always try to use you that way. Heroes of presents The Storm Pod, a Stormlight Archive podcast. Book 3 Oathbringer. This is just a quick spoiler warning for chapters 83 and 84 of Oathbringer. If you haven't caught up on your reading, make sure you do so. If you've picked the wrong episode, don't listen to that episode because <laughs> you're going to get spoiled. Uh, we are doing two chapters today. Oh, unless something goes crazy and um, we do more, but I don't think we are. I think we're doing a live read at the end. Who knows what's going to happen this episode? It's chaos. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Q, and this bromance just went critical because he just did the Bridge Four <laughs> salute. It's Jack. What's up? Right. Like this. Yeah, How you dude. Doing? How you doing? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I I was really uh, I was practicing I I was practicing the salute. Were you, uh, oh, were you over this chapter? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I reread it over and over and wanted to make sure I got it right. Wrists yeah. wrists uh, locked or overlapped mm-hmm. and fists closed. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely reminiscent great. of that, uh, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda, yeah, also referred it's a little, to. I'm, it's I'm a sure little it's Wakanda Forever. Used, yeah, but I mean, you know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's cool. a little Wakanda cool. Forever. That's a cool one. Yeah. Uh, that is cool. Wakanda Forever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, so uh, you just got so, in there. You just got in from your holiday weekend? I just got in. I yeah. did. So, um, yeah, traffic was uh, crazy coming back. We were up in uh, a town called Barrie, yeah. uh, Ontario. And returning and, uh, yeah, took, took, took longer. Yeah. It happens. It's, um, it happens. It, it happens. It does. Yeah. Last night I had quite the mm-hmm. adventure. Um, I was wa- sitting down watching the first game of the preseason for the Raptors game. And, mm-hmm. uh, my wife screams at me that my nephew has fallen out of bed and is in full blown seizure mode. So it was, uh, quite the late night for me last night. I was up till like two in the morning. Uh, I made sure to stay up so that in case he had another one, um, it was, he's like, you know, 
235 pounds of pure muscle because he's a bodybuilder and this um this guy with toothpick arms and a uh, marshmallow stomach had to try to figure out how to flip him on his side (laughs) um yep I did my, like, uh, like, like, like I was just like, yeah, like, I was just like patting at him. <laughs> exactly. I was like, <laughs> yeah, with my little tiny arms. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it was quite the adventure. Um, he ended up being okay. And, um, yeah. Well, so, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a little tired. I've a late like, night. three coffees right now. So I'm like raring to go. Um, yeah, this is my third too. What did you, let me, let's break here. Crimson to break. Let's okay. break to, uh, the crimson. And what do you, what do you think about this chapter first off? I liked it. I really liked it. I thought it's an, yet another build-up mm-hmm. chapter. Yeah. So we've talked about that last episode. Yeah, so, of course. Um, yeah, it's it's a further build-up. I'm I'm liking it. Um, again, I just want the resolution. So I don't know if if I get it in the live read today. Mm-hmm. I did peek ahead at the next chapter, trying to see how long it was. I'll admit to you that I'm sorry. Yeah, you're not allowed to, um, that, but you do it anyways. Okay. I did it anyways. Yeah. At least I'm telling you about it. Yeah, that's true. At least you're honest about your dishonesty. I'm not, uh, (laughs) about doing the wrong thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so no, it's, it's, it's good. I don't have any big concerns. You know what I love? I love Scar and Drahey Mm -hmm. flying beside. Yeah. Like. It is so cool. Yeah, they it have never a, ceases to amaze me. They have a moment with Adolin, eh? Where Adolin's like, how many, uh, how many is that that I owe you now? Like, there's like a little Dude, talking during fighting, like a Legolas response. Gimli kind of, you know what I mean? Like where they're chatting at each other. his response to that question. Yeah. yeah. It, it, like his response is something like, I would never, I would never, uh, keep track. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Like, yeah. He's he, really like he gained the, says, the love of these men. Eh? And he's just like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just really, really cool, man. I, I love it. It's like so this great. little subtext of like, you know, Ad- well, and Adolin says, you know, like, um, well, we'll read it later on, but he talks about how, mm-hmm. you know, it was him and Shalon and Renarin was there in bridge four when they fought the last one. They fought the last right. unmade. And so now it's like, you know, him and Shalon and a couple of men from the bridge four, how are they supposed to do it? If they had this, all this backup before, yeah. like it's crazy. It's so good. And talk about a lot of pressure on Shalon. Yeah. She has no idea whether she can affect anything with, with these unmade. I think this is really, really great. What Sanderson has <laughs> done here where he's given yeah. this POV to Adolin. One, because we see through the eyes of a master, okay. like a, a tactician and a, and a soldier, because it is kind of like yep. a, a, a fighty uh, chapter. But if we were in Shalon's head during this one, it would be yeah. it would be really hard because she'd be, you know, second guessing herself the entire time. And at the very least in this right. version of it, with, with it not being her POV, we can kind of believe she still has it together. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's I interesting. Yeah. I don't think I thought enough about that, so I'll, I'll do that when we go when we cover this. Uh, sure, cover this chapter in terms of like looking at it from, or rather looking at it that it's it, it was important to see this chapter from mm-hmm. Adolin's perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's dive in here. Let's get to, let's get to this. Chapter. Okay, let's dive in. Mm-hmm. Crimson to break. Okay, beginning with as the duly appointed keepers of the perfect gems. Mm-hmm. What do you make of that? No, I don't know. Perfect the, gems. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> they're, they're, well, they're perfect, apparently. We of the Else Callers have taken the burden of protecting the ruby nicknamed Honor's Drop. 
Mm-hmm. The last few chapters, the epigraphs have been yeah. about how do yes. you trap an unmade into a a gem heart right. or a gem, right? A and gem, so right. Th- obviously this, and one of the things they talked about in the last one, I think, was the plan to um, trap uh, Ba Edo Mishram into a, um, uh, a a gem. And so they're, they obviously, the else callers are the ones who have taken responsibility to protecting this ruby named Honor's Drop. And we don't know whether that means this is still before their attempt at trapping this unmade into the gem or afterwards. Like maybe they were successful and now the else callers have to protect this gem because there's this ancient evil that's trapped in it or they have to protect it because this is what they're going to use as a prison for 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 the unmade right, right? so it, it because right. it is cut up like this the, the with the epigraphs it's harder to follow along it'll be really really interesting to read all of this as like one full uh, uh document are we going to try to do that with, we will uh, do that at the end of the year. that'll be a that'll be a buzzkill joe buzzkill? episode yeah yeah for yeah. sure yeah okay Okay, well, it begins with Adolin Colin washing his face with a splash of cold water. And then he rubs it clean with a wash rag. He's tired and spent much of the night fretting about Shallan's failure to return. I like this. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the concerned... Yeah. It's just nice. Yeah, it's nice. Below, below in the shop proper, he could hear the others stomping about as they made last-minute preparations. Okay, an assault on the palace his home for many years. This is something I, I thought a lot about Yeah, from Adolin's perspective mm-hmm. is how this would be being home and it's under assault. Like he, he comments, I think in a minute that he spilled, he spilled a drink or something on, on a, on, on the carpet over there. Like when he's looking around, mm-hmm. so he's thinking here, something was wrong though. He fidgeted checking his belt knife the emergency bandages in his pocket. He checked the glyph ward. Shallan had made him at his request. The glyph ward was determination mm-hmm. wrapped around his forearm. I really like this. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. it. It sort of reminds me of when, you know, you would, I don't know, either tie a kerchief or a ribbon or something to remember people by, but yeah. this goes a little further. It's like a, it's like a blessing in D and D or something like that. Yeah, it's for sad. sure. Like you're, you're going in with a, with a buff. Then he finally realized what was bothering him and he summoned his shard blade. Yeah. This might be my highlight here is this, this is, I, I think I have it. Isn't it amazing? My yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Adolin, like it's amazing. Okay. The shard blade was thick at the base as wide as a man's palm and the front waved like the ripples of a moving eel so we've seen this before right yeah you the his actual blade is actually depicted in the art at the beginning of the chapter here you can see it in like little miniature form i love i love adolin's blade it's like one of my favorite ones because and he's going to describe it here where it has all the crystalline like outcropping at the protrusions yeah protrusions near the hilt it's so great it's so cool that's right no sheath could hold a weapon like this and no mortal sword could imitate it. I really, I, I thought that was kind of cool. Like mm-hmm. you can't, you can't sheath this. No. No mortal could Im- could imitate it. That's that's really cool. You knew a shard blade when you saw one, and that was the point. Yeah. Isn't that, I, I thought that was an, an, another great line. Mm-hmm. 
to describe these uh, these weapons. Yeah. And really, these weapons, they're, they're kind of like characters. That's the one thing in this book so far that maybe amongst a few other things in the flashbacks with, with Dalinar that I wish that we were given. I, I thought that there was going to be more of a story behind Oathbringer. Right. Like more turning the sword into a character. Right. Or just more stories about it. Kind of like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what I thought. I, maybe I was thinking of, um, y- y- have you seen this movie, The, the Red Violin? No. Well, it's a, it's a movie that I saw a while ago. And what I liked about it is that it was about an object passing, passing through different hands, mm-hmm. different, different times. And, uh, I thought perchance that we might get a, something similar like that with Oathbringer. Mm-hmm. Different hands, different stories, not quite what we're getting. Um, I'm guessing that maybe there's something at towards the end of this book that kind of you know, brings it up. Oathbringer well brings Oathbringer into the the forefront. Mm-hmm. You you may be forgetting that at the very beginning of this novel we did have epigraphs yeah. from an, a book called Oathbringer. Right. So, and we were we not like, really sure who the author was. We kind of debated no. that at the beginning. So yeah. m- maybe it has to do with that. But did we guess Zale for that because of the so the sword thing? Sorry. Did we guess Zale for that because of the sword? Uh, no, we never. I don't like, think we ever brought no. up Zale. No. Okay. I think that we were torn because between we, you and I talked about Dalinar and Yasna uh, and maybe Navani as being authors of Dalinar for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, we, we, we kind of veered away from that because he can't write. So, but we, we, I think you settled on Yasna being one of your favorite theories for that, but, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like how he says you, you knew that this was a shard blade when you saw one. Cause that was the point. And this kind of creates that whole, you know, when a shard bear fully armed plate and blade comes on the battlefield, right. it is this like otherworldly kind of thing, you know? You know it when you see it. Yeah. I, I just thought that was, that was really cool. Okay. Moving on. Adolin held the weapon before him in the lavatory. <laughs> I, I was kind of thinking this was fun too. Like he's, he's got the weapon. He's like, he's in the, he's a jock in the, um, in the locker room, <laughs> in the locker room. Yeah. He's got Getting his, ready for the big game. Know. <laughs> it kind of evoked something like that for yeah. me. Um, looking at his reflection in the metal. And I thought this was cool too, looking at the reflection. So mm-hmm. it still gets, like it still speaks to his character. Yeah. And yet we get something so personal and something that I think is just so, uh, I don't know what you, what, what you say. It's, um, it's so honest and, uh, um, I'm missing the word here to describe Adolin's, uh, the amount of care that he sort of puts into this relationship with his sword. Mm-hmm. And he's always done that. Like, he's always done it. Before anyone yeah. told him anything about what a shard blade really was, before yeah. he starts yeah. finding out about it, like he's going to talk to it here in, in a right. way that he's never talked about it because he's talking about it to it in a more, um, known way before he was talking to it like this is my weapon and i'm going to talk to it but now he's like i guess you were alive at some point like right yeah he knows more about all this yeah exactly yeah yeah. i don't have my mother's necklace he says or any of the other traditions i used to follow i never really needed those 
I've only ever needed you. Mm-hmm. Takes a deep breath and he says, I guess, I guess he used to be alive. The others say they can hear you, your screaming if they touch you. That you're dead, yet somehow still in pain. I'm sorry. I can't do anything about that. But thank you. Thank you for assisting me all these years. And if it helps, I'm going to use you to do something good today. And I'll try to always use you that way. Mm-hmm. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's awesome. It's so great. I love it. He dismisses the blade. Of course, he carried another weapon. His belt knife, long and thin. A weapon intended for stabbing armored men. It had felt so satisfying to shove it through Sadius's eye. <laughs> he still didn't know. <laughs> that is another thing that is still ongoing. Yeah, dude. Resolution. It's, it's totally. It's like we forgot all about it. <sighs> no, no. I haven't forgotten about it at all. And of course, I'd had my wild theories earlier, which are no good. But um, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the... Uh, what I can think of in terms of the awful kind of, it means provided Aelin makes it through this battle through Kolinar, is that, you know, Sadius's wife and others would use Aelin's, you know, crime mm-hmm. if he's found out, which I don't know. I'm, you know, it's like trying to, it's like trying to, you know. Uh, damn something that, that can't be held back. It's, yeah. it's you can't. It's like the truth is going to come out. That's what I, that's my prediction. I mean, it, it has to, right? Out. If it doesn't it come to. out, so, then what's the point? Right. So it has to come out. So then it, it, it provides another piece on the board, if you will, for others to use against Dalinar. If they can't weaken him directly against mm-hmm. himself, you know, then maybe they can take his son off the board. You know? Yeah. Something like that. Um, okay. And even Dalinar would be put in a horrible position to basically agree. Yeah. That his son did the crime. And Dalinar would be like, oh my God, like I can't believe you did this. Yeah, it's th- this is a this is a whole a whole thing like, that we like we have to still deal brutal. with, right? Yeah. The ramifications of all this is Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm getting I'm getting shivers over that. Maybe I've got that one right. I don't know. Um a weapon intended for stat okay, did it felt his eyes still didn't know whether to feel ashamed or proud. Yeah, that's it. Stat he still didn't know whether to feel ashamed or proud about mm-hmm. Sadius. Yeah, I feel the same way. I like you've removed a piece off the board with Sadius. How about this? Yet again, had we got the close knit Sadius that I was hoping for in the past, mm-hmm. uh, in the flashbacks, yeah. Then I would feel more. Ah, oh, you, you took him, and there is good in him because he was this way before, and maybe not, you know. Like yeah, and uh, Sanderson didn't do that, right? He no, literally I don't think he did. went back. Nope. First flashback, he was like, hey, Sadius isn't just an asshole. He also rapes and pillages. So don't feel bad for him. (laughs) He deserved to get killed. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of forgot about the... The raping um, and the pillaging, yeah. Yeah, I kind of... uh, Okay, thanks for the reminder. You're welcome. (laughs) Colon uniform. So he's... So Aelin's in his colon uniform. His skin missed the softer silk 
mm-hmm. and better form of his tailored outfits, but he found he walked taller in this one. Mm-hmm. I like that too. Yeah. Just, again, just little reminders of who he is, his character. Silk is him, but and he's it, walking taller in this. And it also harkens you know. back to the, um, the codes and why you should wear your mm, uniform and not right, fanciness, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Despite the fact that a part of him deep down worried he didn't deserve to bear his father's glyphs any longer. Mm-hmm. See, that's, that's going to weigh heavy on him too. Mm-hmm. The weird thing is, is if he gets caught, he's probably going to agree with the punishment as well. Maybe. Yeah. Cause he already feeling like pretty guilty he might, about it. He, he'd be honorable enough to face the music. Like, yeah, I did it. Well, to be honest with you, maybe not because he, he did the crime right now. He should be turning himself in. Yeah. Like he, that's what he should be doing right now. He should be is but saying, he's look, like, you know what? I took a pee. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> he's, he's saying, yeah, I don't want to. Okay. Um, Okay, he nodded to Elokar, who was speaking with the strange woman known as High Marshal Azure. The strange woman. This strange woman says, My scouts have been driven back. But they saw enough, Your Majesty. The Voidbringer army is here in its strength, and they'll attack today or tomorrow for certain. Well, Elokar says, I suppose I understand why you did what you had to in taking control of the guard. I can't very well have you hanged as a usurper. Good work, High Marshal. She <laughs> says, I appreciate that. Yeah, what? I can't, I can't believe you just said that to her. Like, yeah. just, well, maybe. That's, he's know. also. I, I, can't, uh, he's, I guess I can't. Yeah, he's also of this old generation that a woman shouldn't do this, yeah. but she did a good job. So I guess I can't hang you. <laughs> like, what the hell? Really? <laughs> That's funny. That's, yeah. Shalon, Kaladin, Scar, and Drahi. Yes. Nice reading those names mm-hmm. names together. We're standing with um, a palace map. I'm the map. <laughs> they needed <laughs> they needed to memorize the layout. Adolin and Elakar, of course, had already done so. Already knew it. Shalon had chosen not to change out of the fetching white outfit. Aha. Uh-huh. Maintaining her white outfit. Yeah, so she's still dressed like Veil. Veil. But yeah. without the disguise of her face, she looks like Shalon, which right. is neat because it's almost like the it two, is neat. the two things are together. You know what I mean? Like it's like Shalon oh, and Vale. You know what I mean? Like great to have more of that. That's a great, I hadn't thought of that with regards to the resolution of Shalon as a character Yeah, is that they just become one. And it's all, it's also so kind of like lends lit. itself to the fact that we don't have a Shalon POV here. So we don't really know what's happening in her head. You know, she's yeah, Shalon, yeah. but she's still wearing Vale's clothes. So what's going on in there? Was there a breakthrough like we th- saw that she might have had last chapter? Or is she still in turmoil? We don't really know. Sanderson's kind of keeping yeah, yeah. that from us right now. And what was Wits' words to her? I, I only see one woman here. Yeah. Yeah. What a yeah. good. That's a good chapter, man. It's such a good chapter. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Um, Shalon chose not to, okay, she's got the white outfit, okay. There was something about a woman in trousers and a coat. Adolin is thinking. <laughs> I agree with that. I, I would say so. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Legs and butts. There's something about legs and butts. <laughs> okay. Well, what? Um, of course. That's I'm what you get with trousers. Blush. 
Legs and butts. That's what you get with trousers. There you go. Elicar left Azure to take reports from some of her men. Nearby, in a room, a few light-eyed men saluted him. The high lords that he and Adolin had revealed themselves to the night before. So, I, I, I will say this. The numbers that they have together mm-hmm. uh, to fight, it's really great. Mm-hmm. It's, I like the it's fact still that Sanderson not a lot. took the time to explain it. Yeah. I know, but but because he's explained it, like, I think it was, um, uh, I can't remember the exact number, 600 were mm-hmm. here and a few hundred here or something yeah. like that. Um, it just helps us, I think, visualize the battle um, and um, and the losses incurred by Azure. Right. When she, when she tries to hold that, ho- that the, hallway. The uh, sunwalk or whatever it is. Yeah. The sunwalk and then the retreat. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a, it's a very good, uh, good chapter that way for the, for the battles. Some of these men were opportunists, but many were loyalists. They'd brought some hundred men at arms with them. <laughs> this makes me think of He-Man when I hmm. read that. Men at men arms. arms. Not as many as Kaladin had brought. Aha. Uh-huh. Of course, Kaladin mm-hmm. brought the most mm-hmm. from the wall guard, but still. Together, he and Adolin joined the Radiance near the front of the shop. Elokar waved for the High Lords to join them and then spoke firmly. Is everyone clear? Elokar asked. Storm the palace, Kaladin said. Seize the sunwalk. Cross to the Oathgate platform and hold it while Shallan tries to drive away the unmade, like she did in Urethiru. Then we activate the Oathgate and bring troops to Kolinar. The control building is completely overgrown with that black heart, Your Majesty, Shallan said. I don't truly know how I drove away the Midnight Mother, and I certainly don't know that I'll be able to do the same here. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. Like, what makes you think? I mean, I got to say, it, it, you know, y- you really don't have enough intel here. They're betting everything on the hopes that she can re- recreate whatever she did last time. Right. Yeah, it's quite the gamble. You know what I think I would have wanted... <sighs> You know, and I'll, I'll just voice it now because why not? I did. I hadn't. I hadn't thought of this before when I when I was reading on the, over the weekend. But just a dash of Yasna here would have been good. In terms of some Aristotelian research that that would have brought Yasna and Shalon another bit of time together mm-hmm. prior to coming here, mm-hmm. where they can research these unmade. Right. Find a, a, just a, a morsel of information, not much, but something where Yasna's research and Shalon's, you know, being the ward works, works again. Mm-hmm. And they get a clue or something that arms Shalon on this dangerous mission that you're not totally going into this blind. You've learned something about said or given unmade i I would argue that um even though yasna wasn't here um Mm -hmm. shalon did what yasna would have thought about doing which is getting information that's why they got the the mythica book and she studied it and she knows as much as i think that they were going to be able to know um and yasna's doing other things right she's doing other things and i think that your where your heart is is that you could always just use more yasna so like any scene that's you know there's that uh, kaza interlude when she's like you know they're going through the the water and she's turning into smoke and you're like you know what could this interlude could have used was a dash more yasna (laughs) just more yasna yeah yeah okay okay. just saying i get it i get it oh okay okay yeah you're just saying okay yeah okay 
Okay. I'll take it. I'll take the hit. Um, okay. So she doesn't know whether she's going to be effective. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's, a, that's a pretty big concern. But you're willing to try? The king asks. Yes. And she takes a deep breath. Adolin squeezed her on the shoulder reassuringly. Um, always love these little little touches of assurances mm-hmm. that the, some of the characters do here. I don't, yeah. It's not just Adolin. Um, reminds me of when Liam Neeson fought to have the scene in Phantom Menace where he uh, was touching uh, Anakin's mom's shoulder mm-hmm. when he either took the boy away or was having the kid go in the pod race. George Lucas was like, no, no, Jedi don't, would not touch the mom and and Liam Neeson's like come on like give me one one bit where I mm-hmm. I have some emotion some attachment you know yeah I don't know. so I like this that he squeezes her on the shoulder reassuringly Windrunner the king says the duty I give you and your men is to get Queen Asadon and the heir to safety if the oath gate works we take them that way and if not you must fly them out of the city. Mm-hmm. So this is cool to, to remember. Yeah. No matter what happens in the next chapter, if we get the results of this, I don't know. Right. Because we don't have the results in this chapter. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know yet. But yeah. I wanted to come back to this and remember that is Kaladin's mission from the king. Yeah. Is get my wife and child out of here, no matter what. Right. Either through the oath gate right. or fly them out. Because I know you can get out of here. And he doesn't say, so I'm wondering make sure if- we all get out. He's saying your main yeah. mission is to get the prince and the queen out. He is selflessly saying that. Yeah. He's not, and he's, he's not, a, he's not the Windrunner. squirming little frightened Elokar from book one, right? From no. uh, Way of Kings. Please save me. Please protect me. He's saying your mission is to get them right. out. Yep. Yeah, it's really cool, man. It is great. I love it. I, I What I'm wondering is if depending on the on the events of the battle will Kaladin be able to follow through on that mm-hmm. so we'll see Adolin glanced at the high lords who seemed to be taking all of this the arrival of the knights radiant and the king's decision to storm his own palace in stride yeah it's a lot to deal with this mm-hmm. this whole thing void bringers the everstorm corrupted spread in the city eventually you stopped being shocked at what happened to you mm-hmm are we sure this path across the Sunwalk is the best way? Kaladin asks, pointing at the map that Drahi was holding. Adolin nods. It's the best way to the Oathgate. Those narrow steps up the outside of that plateau would be murder to storm. Our best chance is to go up the palace's front steps, bring down the doors with our shard blades, and fight through the entryway to the eastern gallery. And from there you can go up to the right to reach the king's quarters and or go straight across the sunwalk. You know what I want here? Mm. I want a D&D map of this. I want a Yeah. I want a map of With this miniatures and, this and stuff. And yeah. Like, yeah, just yeah, dude. I mean, I know the RPG's coming, but I cannot wait. Yeah, well, we'll have to recreate the Battle of the Sunwalk. Oh, amazing. Yeah. That would be so much fun to play. It would be fun. Um okay. I don't relish fighting along this corridor, Kaladin said. We we have to assume that the fused will join the battle on the side of the palace guard. Yeah. Shalon says, it's possible I can distract them if they do come. 
Oh man, what happens here with the with the illusions yeah. later on? Amazing, right? Unbelievable. I had no idea. Yeah, it's awesome. It was so cool. Caledon Grunson didn't complain any further. He saw as Adolin did that this wasn't going to be an easy fight. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of choke points that the defenders could use, but what else could they do? Mm-hmm. So I got a little nervous when I first read that, I have to admit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just realizing how difficult it was, I was thinking, well, is this a moment where we're going to lose somebody? In the distance, drums had begun sounding. I think back to when we first were starting the pod and when we were coming up with the music for the mm-hmm. the show and put the drums in there. Well, you, I I mean, really, you didn't even know. No. You had never read anything. You had only seen the cover, I think, of Way no. of Kings and then wrote the yep. theme song. So. Yeah. That's right. I mean, I, yeah. it's, I, th- I think it's a, you know, a, a sign that this thing was meant to be because you came up with like a perfect theme song for a, a series that you never yeah. even read before. So, be nice to redo it, record it, no. proper nah. equipment. You'll never eh. find. You'll never be able to get that lightning back in the bottle again. I guess there you go. Another raid. One of the high lords asks. Oh, because in the yeah the, the, dr- the drums, the drums start in the, dis- sounding, in the distance. Yeah. So Kaladin says, "No, no, another raid is worse." He said, behind them, Azure cursed softly. That's the signal that the city's under attack. Mm-hmm. Azure pushed out the front doors of the tailor's shop and the rest of them followed. Most of the 600 men here belonged to the wall guard. So there's your number. Yeah. And they're, they're here. They're not at the wall. And now finally, right. the city's getting attacked. Yeah. Dude, I'm getting goosebumps. Uh, spears and shields. Steady men, Azure calls. Your majesty, the bulk of my soldiers are dying on the wall in a hopeless fight. I'm here because Stormblest convinced me that the only way to help them is to take that palace. So if we're going to do it, the time is now. So she she we probably marched. doesn't have most Sorry. of her soldiers right. here with her because she wouldn't have taken most, right. but she's taken a big chunk of them. Yep. We march then, Elokar. It sounds like he's like shouting it. Mm-hmm. High Marshal Bright Lords, pass the word to your forces, organize ranks. We march on the palace at my command. Mm-hmm. You're right. This is a very different Elo. This is great. Very it's different, really right? Great. You know what? I don't think I've, I've, you're right. I have not given Elokar's Enough props for. Enough props, really. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there was some concern with him. I was concerned with him. Uh, being weak or jealous, the, the jealousy was what I was worried he most was about. He was begging Kaladin to show him how to be a good man. Right. Remember? Yeah. And, yeah. I remember that. And like, I love the idea of when Kaladin's like, at least he's trying. You know what I mean? Kaladin at least, says this yeah, too. Yeah, about Elokar, like last book or whatever, right. at least he's yeah, trying. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's this that. like yeah. development of, you know, Shalon seeing people in a different light. And it's almost like we yeah. were able to see this transformation of Elokar happen before our eyes. You know, like she would have seen right. a man who was a sniveling, whiny, you know, um, king who didn't deserve his crown. And then she like, you know, drew right. a picture of him of being this like regal person with honor and, right. you know, yeah, and he, yeah. like he needed to believe it and he needed to like, I mean, I mean, I know the pic- the painting of him comes much, much later in his development or whatever, but yeah. I love that progression of this man who, who wanted to be better than he was. And he just needed yeah. a couple of people to believe in him that he could be. 
you know, right. by Dalinar giving him this mission, by uh, Kaladin like kind of you know uh, obeying orders and uh, and being there for him and being kind of a model, you know, for yeah, for Elokar yeah. to kind of emulate a little bit. It's just it's and he's so... turned into this really cool commander, like. It's it's really yeah you're right it's um it's really amazing how so many of these characters mm-hmm. are uh like works of art that get worked on and made better over time and an artist like Shalon you know it, it's like she's able to you know hold up like a, a finished product to them mm-hmm. and inspire them to be better I I really I don't know that's really cool yeah it's really neat. Because it's happened to Gaz, it's happened to Vatha. Yeah. You know? Like, um, not, it's not happened to all the characters, like like Tin and... Like, it's it's too bad that some of the other characters... Some, some could, of them get killed that. before they get to become better. Some of them get killed. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just... I just feel... Uh, yeah, that's... I, I don't think enough about Shallan's ability to see someone different and about how each of these characters are like... Uh, I don't know, something that is um, going through metamorphosis. uh, It's almost like the Radiants are able to shed light on these dark characters and illuminate them. Okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm stretching it here a little bit. And illuminate them. Yeah, Yeah, right. Um, Okay. Steady men. Okay. Elokar, High Marshal, Bright Lords. Okay. Um, We march on my command. Right. The fused coursed through the sky. Mm Mm-hmm. Along the distant walls, the enemy surge binders storms. He shook his head and hurried over to Yaxa and her husband. They had watched all this, the arrival of the army on their doorstep, the preparations for an assault with bewilderment. If the city holds, Adolin says, you'll be fine. But if it mm-hmm. falls... Mm-hmm. He took a deep breath. Reports from the other cities indicate that there won't be wholesale slaughter. The Voidbringers are here to occupy not exterminate so why do you think that is why occupy i don't know we don't really know much about the uh about what they want well when you're well a resource Mm -hmm. if you're not there to slaughter then you're there to tolerate the population either for two reasons it becomes a resource Mm -hmm. Or they can also be converted mm-hmm. into usable Voidbringers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so, so far we've only seen affected in terms of the, of the few, like only the Parshman, correct? Right. The Parshendi? So what's to say it can't happen to others, to, you know, Kaladin, to... True. Or even not even not to someone who's a radiant. Let's just say to um, you know w- one of the members of Bridge Four that that it's not radiant or has yeah or Adolin who's not radiant. <sighs> I had not thought of that. What do you mean? Uh, yeah, you're right. He summons the blade. Hmm. Hang on. Are we are we positive that a- that Adolin's not radiant? I mean, he he wears. I don't think he's wearing his shard bla- plate now plate, in this no. fight. He has but the blade. he's but he's normally just wearing plate and blade. He's just a shard bearer. I mean, I say just. You know, he's yeah. a an amazing warrior, but he's not radiant. Hmm. Okay, well, that's something I hadn't thought about. Are you tell? Are you, are you give me a hint? No, I'm little, not saying. I'm, not, I'm just reacting to words you say. I just you say words and then I say words. That's how this. Okay. That's how it works. 
Well, I wasn't worried about that, but now you I... You were not. not <laughs> maybe, maybe I shouldn't have said something. Now I'm worried about that. <laughs> okay. Reports from other cities indicate that there won't be wholesale slaughter. Yeah, so they're... Okay, so they're, they're here to occupy. I'd still suggest that you prepare to flee. To flee the city and make your way to the Shattered Plains. The Shattered Plains? Yaxka mm. asks, aghast. But Bright Lord, that's hundreds and hundreds of miles. I know, he says. Thank you so much for taking us in. We're going to do what we can to stop this. <clears throat> Nearby, Elokar approaches the timid Ardent who had come up, sorry, who had come with, with Azure. He had been hurriedly painting glyph words for the soldiers and jumped as Elokar took him by the shoulder and shoved an object into his hand. What's this? the Ardent asks. It's a span read, Elokar says. A half hour after my army marches. You are to contact Urethiru and warn them to get their forces ready to transfer here mm -hmm. via the Oathgate. It's cool. You know what? I have to say. First time reader. I want this plan to work. Yeah. It sounds awesome. It sounds want, like a great I, plan. It's, it's really great. Yeah. I want it to work. <laughs> like the art and is like. I don't know if we're going to get that, but I want it to work so bad. Yeah. I want it to work. I like here how the. I the, just think the, it's um, so cool. The, how the Arden's like, but I can't use a Fabriel. The Screamers, he's like, whoa, steady man. Steady you're gonna, man. You're yeah. going to have to do it anyways, bro. <laughs> the enemy may be too preoccupied by their attack to notice to notice you, but even if they do, you must take the risk. Yeah, it makes total Our sense. Our armies Someone must be ready. Someone has to take the brunt of this, use the span read, because the army needs yeah. to be ready when they open the Oath Gate. Right. If they open the Oath Gate, he's there's no one there. And it's going to take them a half an hour to round up the troops. Like, what good is that? They're going to die. The fate of the city could depend upon this. So, yeah. I, this art, they could be celebrating this ardent for years to right. come. It could be the one right. to save the war or whatever. Like, it could yeah, be that. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, I know. And if he do doesn't this, do it, he could Arden's be the one name? who's like, you know, the opposite. He's not celebrated. He He's cursed. They, yeah. they use him as a curse. A lot's like riding on this Arden. Mm -hmm. The Arden, yeah, this is funny. The Arden nodded pale. <laughs> You're like, oh, geez. Like, <laughs> yeah. nope. Like, so that's, that's pretty, that's pretty great. I, yeah. I, I, I just think this is great. And I want this plan to, I want something to work. You know, I just want something to work. Mm -hmm. I know that we have to have it not work to have a story. I get that. But, oh man, I just want it to work. Adolin joined the troops, calming his nerves by force. Okay. Just... Mm -hmm. Another battle. He'd seen dozens. He was used to empty fields of stone, but not streets. This is urban warfare. Yeah. I like in a minute, there's a, I think there's a, there's a description that comes up that kind of likens the moving through the city is kind of like being in underground caves. Yeah. Like, like a almost dungeon-y type. Yeah. <laughs> like a dungeon <laughs> crawl. Like a, Dungeon, yeah, that's right. Dungeon <laughs> crawl. Yeah, I thought you were gonna be like almost like a, like a like a, a game where you're like maybe going through dungeons yeah. and an occasional like they occasionally all the guys see. each have their own turns and yeah. Then there's one Turn necromancer that takes a half an hour to decide to cast mage armor on himself. Yeah. It's just a fucking shit show. And and some <laughs> some characters have more initiative than others. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. So not the streets. Nearby, a small group of guardsmen chatted softly. 
We'll be fine, one of them, one of them was saying. It's a shorter, clean-shaven man, though he had strikingly hairy arms. I tell you, I saw my own death up there on the wall. She streaked toward me, lance held straight toward my heart. I looked in those red eyes, and I saw myself dying. Then, he was, he, he was there. He shot from the tower window like an arrow and crashed into the Voidbringer, and that spear was meant for my life, and he changed fate, I tell you. I swear he was glowing when he did it. This is, this is another Stormblast story, right? Right. Yeah. We're entering an era of gods, Aelin thought. Yeah. Yeah, so cool. And it's them. Yeah. Like, it's so awesome that, like, now the, like, these, like, uh, you know, just footmen, these soldiers are like, oh my God, I saw him. He was glowing. Like, it's so cool. Yeah. It is really cool. Elokar raised his shard blade high and gave the command. They marched through the city, passing worried refugees, rows of buildings with doors shut tight, as if in preparation for a storm. Eventually, the palace rose before the army like an obsidian block. The very stones seemed to have changed color. Mm -hmm. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Adolin summoned his shard blade, and the sight of it seemed to give comfort to the men nearby. See, this I like a lot because it turns the blade into a character. Right. It's like the blade is the hero. Yeah. Right. Sign of hope, a symbol, a banner. Mm. Like you're rallying around this sword. It's, it's, I don't think it's great. They march, sorry, their march took them toward the northern section of the city near the city wall. Here the fused were visible, attacking the troops. A strange thumping started, and Adolin took it as another set of drums until a head crested the top of the wall nearest them. Mm-hmm. Like a giant head. Dude, this is so great. Yeah. Like, ugh. I, uh, yeah. Storms, it had an enormous stone wedge of a face that reminded him of that of some great shell beast, though its eyes were just red spots glowing from deep within. Do you remember what they call this thing? This is like a, um, a conoclast? No, uh. Isn't a conoclast like a a band? Iconoclast. No, that's, (laughs) no, that's another word. Um, Uh, it's thunderclast. uh, Thunderclast, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. A, it was a cla- it's a classy class. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's great because we've had these like hints at this thing. You know, um, we saw some in like in visions in the past. Right. And, and now we're here right. in the present and our characters, our, our friends are going to have to deal with this thing. It's really cool. I'm, I'm going to say this sunwalk, this battle, urban setting infiltration like man there's so many things i feel like it's combining and i have to i don't have to i am visualizing this you know similar to 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 what we saw in tolkien Mm -hmm. in 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 the films like they're they're trying to hold narrow passageways which they can't Mm -hmm. um you've got these large creatures that are a part of this battle um, and this was, this was a surprise for me, a delight, actually. Oh, this is sure. a highlight, to be honest with you. Like the, the, the thunderclass coming is in here is, amazing. is great. Yeah. It's really great. Um, okay. So the monster pulled itself up by one arm. It didn't seem quite as tall as the city walls, but it was still enormous. Mm-hmm. 
The fused buzzed about it as it swatted along the wall, spraying defenders like Kremlings, and then smashed a guard tower. Like it took out a whole tower. Yeah. Like that's so crazy. Great. Yeah. Adolin realized that he, along with much of their force, had stopped to stare at the daunting sight. Mm-hmm. Yikes. The ground trembled as stones tumbled down a few blocks away, smashing into buildings. Keep moving, Azure called. Storms, they're trying to get in and beat us to the palace. The monster ripped apart the guard tower and then, with a casual flip, tossed a boulder the size of a horse towards them. We've seen this as well in the Tolkien yeah. films as well. So a lot of this imagery I thought was... Um, very, it was very much was so. Just, was great. Just yeah. great. The rock inexorably hurtling towards them and the troops. Calvin rose into the air on a streak of light. He hit the stone and rolled with it, twisting and tumbling. His glow diminished and the boulder lurched. It somehow changed momentum, tossed away from Kaladin like a pebble flicked off the table. Dude. That must look so amazing. Yeah. Like, it's, again, You know what he did, right? He, you haven't played yeah. it, but for those people who have played Tears of the Kingdom, the new Zelda, he literally stopped time and oh. reversed the boulder back at the dude. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, wait. I didn't, uh, it's, it seemed to be deflected. I didn't think he flicked it back. I don't think he does. And in, in the game, you, that's what you oh, do, right? You just stop to the time side. and you f flick it back. Yeah. But, but you I mean, he's, okay. this is the first time he's used his lashings this whole part. Right. Right. Other than it's that test when he amazing. did. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Right. Kaladin renewed himself with Stormlight. Okay. Yeah. Cause that cost him a bit. Okay. Um, Dre, he rose into the air beside him and then Scar mm -hmm. highlight for me. Yeah. I love that. Who had lashed Shallan upward as well. Adolin knew she was basically immortal, but it still was strange to see her here on the front lines. Yeah, I, I like his little concern that Shallan is here. He's, you know, he's kind of like mm -hmm. a bit nervous. Yeah. We'll distract the fused, Kaladin shouted to Adolin, pointing at a group of figures flying through the air in their direction. And, he says, if we can... We'll seize the Sunwalk, get in through the palace, and meet with us in the Eastern Gallery. They're splitting the party, off. bro. Splitting the party. Yeah. The monsters started pounding on the gates there, cracking and splintering the wood. Forward, Azure yells. Adolin charged, running up beside Elokar and Azure. They reached the palace grounds and surged up the steps. At the top, soldiers, in very different uniforms, black and a darker blue, but still Colin withdrew, shutting the palace's front doors. Mm -hmm. King's guard, Adolin shouts, pointing at a group of men in red who had been designated as Elokar's honor guard. Be sure to watch the king's flanks as he cuts. Don't let the enemy strike at him as the door falls. Men crowded by the steps, taking positions along the front of the palace, front, uh, the, the front porch. They held spears, though some were light-eyed, Adolin, Azure, and Elokar each went to a separate door atop the steps. Teeth gritted. Adolin rammed the blade into the crack between the thick wooden palace door and the wall. He swiped upward, mm -hmm. cutting through both hinges. Dude, this is amazing. That's awesome. This. And the bar had been thrown on the inside. It fell inward with a crash. So they've got the door open. Yeah. Immediately, the enemy soldiers inside rammed spears outward, 
hoping to catch Adolin. He dances back and didn't dare swing. This I thought was so great too. Again, it, it's the limitations of this weapon yeah. that Sanderson has put in this. Like mm -hmm. he can't just go willy nilly. Yeah. There's, um, it's, you said, you talked blade. about this last episode and it's, it's, um, yeah. important to bring up again that he has written it so that they're in a situation mm -hmm. that they can't use their full capabilities. Right. Right. Just like a DM would do and put limitations on right. a wizard or a, a whatever to be able to yeah. challenge their players, challenge their, even their readers to try to come up with ideas of what to do next. And, uh, he, um, Aelin mentions that neither him or... You know, he says like, um, he thinks like, you know, be careful, Elokar, you don't have your plate. And these shard bearers right. who are so used to being able to take hits because of their amazing plate have to think differently, have to fight differently. They have right. to rely on these men with shields to be able to protect them from spears. You know, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's really cool. I, 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 you know, we, th we talked about how the radiants were kind of handcuffed, but these shard bearers are handcuffed too, by having to go sneaky into the city. They couldn't bring their shard, shard plates, you know? That's right. Yeah. So no. I like it. Uh, I like it a lot. Wielding a shard blade with one hand was a challenge, even when you didn't have to worry about hitting your own men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just love that. He has to be so conscious Yeah. and careful. Adolin instead moved over beside a group of soldiers who had come with High Lord Uramil. Here, Adolin cut through a section of the wall, making an improvised doorway that the soldiers shoved open, and he moved down the long porch, opening another and then a third. That done, he peeked in on Elokar, who had stepped through his felled door and was now inside the palace. He swept about himself with his blade in a one-handed grip, shield held in the other he opened a pocket in the enemy soldiers having killed dozens already careful elicar adelin thought remember you don't have plate yeah i do right. love the look of elicar though with like a um sword and board like this like yeah. really cool i just love that i i i love the traditional shield and long sword uh, look i don't know it's right. really neat reinforce the king's guard and make sure he doesn't get overwhelmed. If he does, shout for me. Mm -hmm. This is Aelin calling, right? Yeah. Azure had cut down her door, but her shard blade wasn't as long as the other two. She was leading a more conservative attack, cutting the ends off spears. I like this too, is that all three of them have a different way. Yeah. When they're breaking down their respective doors, yeah, taking it, yeah, their exactly. ground, moving their men force, forward. One's more precision. Right. And she's cutting off. I love the imagery of her cutting off the, um, mm -hmm. the, uh, the pikes or the, what would they call them? The, um, the lances. Yeah. Um, yeah. Leading a more conservative attack, cutting the, all, the, all the spears. It says spears. Yeah. Spear. As he watched, she stabbed an enemy soldier who tried to push through. Remarkably, his eyes didn't burn. Right. Because it was thought maybe that she had an honor blade. Is that right? Uh, it was thought that she might have had an honor blade at first. That's what Kaladin was wondering. But then quickly realized she didn't have an honor blade. And then thought she right. must have a shard blade. But she doesn't have a shard blade. Because if it was a shard blade, it would make their eyes smoke out. Right? They'd burn their right. eyes out. But That's she, right. It doesn't do that. But it does do something else. It makes their uh, their skin grow ashen their skin. or whatever, and, and it like gray, kills them yeah, instantly. Yeah, yeah, 
So it is some kind of powerful weapon, but it is not the two powerful weapons that we are grown accustomed to, honor blades and shard blades. This is something else. His skin else. did go a strange ashen gray. It's like a necromantic blade. Yeah. There's, an- there's another I mean, blade look- in this world that is also different from an honor blade and a shard blade. And it's currently in the hands of Zeth. And it says, would you like to kill evil today? Right. It's got the sentient yeah, yeah. kind of like thing going on, yeah. right? So there yeah, are, yeah. other than sh- honor blades and shard blades, we have come right. across other magical things. And so this mm. thing that Azure has is, and we know that the fused were afraid of the blade. That's right. Yeah. So it's, re- it's really neat. And I love like, kind of like the secrecy behind it. Cause it keeps us yeah, like, there like is what well, is this thing? Right. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's just, I hadn't really, again, thought enough about it. So now, now I get to worry about that one too. <laughs> yeah. Put it on the okay. list. Put it on the list. Okay. Even with all these open doorways, getting into the palace was slow going. Mm-hmm. The men inside had formed a shield wall, uh, Sorry, a shield wall rings around the doorways, and the fighting mostly happened with men using short spears to stab at each other. Some platoons of the wall guard brought in longer pikes to break the ranks. Okay, preparing for a surge. You men ever flank shield at a shard bear? Adolin asks. No, sir, but we've done the training. It'll have to do. Yeah. This is another mini highlight for me, is him mm. preparing the men yeah. for this kind of advance yeah. with the use of his blade. It's yeah, and he doesn't, he doesn't like you know, worry about their inexperience at all. It'll have to do. I'm going in that center hole. Stay close. Keep the spears off my my sides. I'll be careful not to catch you in my sweep. Let's go. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's, yeah, he like believes in them. What, I, what you know, what you do is going to have yeah. to be enough. Let's do this. And it, like, that's got to be inspiring to these men, right? <laughs> like, and totally. because they're all men from Kolinar, they yeah. know Adolin Kolin. They know his reputation. That's you know, right. they must know, yeah. wow, we've got Adolin Colin on our side. Right. Like we, they, we talk they, about the, the, these stories of storm blessed, right? Yeah, but like yeah. Adolin Colin probably has a reputation too. A reputation with the ladies that is. <laughs> well, so that too, but, but, but even, but even with him being the duelist, right? Like that would go around. Yeah. Like wouldn't For sure. He, pr- I mean, prior, prior to the span read and the communication breaking off. I'm sure Col- the whole city of Kolinar knew that he was the yeah. current dueling champion that probably got right. out before, right, as soon as he won that right. in the ring. And fa- they, 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 they must've talked about it all throughout the whole city. Right. Right. Cause it's yeah. like their major sport. And now, it's and like, now he's here. Yeah. It's like someone yeah, winning the new championship and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Adolin takes a deep breath and approaches the opening. The interior bristled with spears like the proverbial white spines den. This, this is another little imagery that yeah. we've had attached to Adolin before. That's, yeah. that, that scene in the arena is called white spine uncaged. Right. You know, like the black thorn and the white spine. Now it's possible that, that the, the white spine uncaged was more geared towards Kaladin coming out into that, that arena. But I think that, you know, even Adolin talks about, you know, fighting like a white spine. So I don't know. There's, there's a lot of imagery that surrounds Adolin. I think that has to do with the white spine. I I, I like it. Well, I don't know if I like it now. I don't know. Why? That seems to be like a, well, it's like a father son repeating kind of thing. Yeah. Don't worry about repeating. If if Adolin, 
Huh? Don't worry about repeating. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah, don't worry I about a uh, 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 repeater. It's a good album. <laughs> it's a good album. Adolin charged through into the palace entry hall with its marbled floors and vaulted ceilings. This, I also thought, was great um, imagery mm-hmm. for this battle. Like, this is a place of opulence. Right. And decadence, right? The enemy thrust a dozen spears at him. He ducked low, taking a slice on the shoulder as he did a two-handed sweep, cutting a group of soldiers at the knees. The enemy drops, their legs ruined by the shard blade. Mm -hmm. Four men followed him in with raised shields at his sides. Adolin attacks, hacking the fronts off of the spears, cutting the hands. Storms the many fought were too silent. They'd cry in pain if stabbed or grunt with exertion. But they otherwise seemed muted as if the darkness smothered their emotions. So creepy. It's really creepy, yeah, isn't the, it? The battlefield is not having the same sounds it normally right. does because the enemy they're fighting right. is not normal. Adolin took his blade in an overhead grip, fell into stone stands, swiping down with precise cuts, felling man after man with careful controlled strikes. I love this. The shield, the shield line was wavering. Fall back three steps, Adolin shouts to his men, taking wind stance, swept outward with wide flowing sweeps. I love these stances too, bro. It's, it, so it's been a long time since we've had them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the passion and beauty of dueling, he sometimes forgot how terrible a weapon shard blades were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, normally you're fighting another person with another shard blade. And they it's have shard plate. One, yeah. yeah. So you're not really. Right. You're defeating them through shard, like breaking their plate, you know? Right. Well, it says here, he killed eight men in a moment and completely destroyed the defensive line. Mm-hmm. Like. And this is what uh, Dalinar was doing in the first book, right? Just decimating dudes. Yep. Go, he shouts, pointing with his blade. The men surge through the doorway and seize the ground just inside the entry hall. Nearby, Elokar stood tall, his narrow shard blade glittering as he called out commands. Soldiers fell dying and cursing the true sounds of battle, the price of conflict. Mm-hmm. The enemy finally broke, falling back through the entry hall. Pull out the wounded, Azure called, sweeping in. Seventh Company, hold that far side of the room. Make sure they don't try to rush back in. And Third Company... Sweep the wings and make sure there aren't any surprises. You know what's so great about this? Mm. All of them are in their true form with command. Yeah. Like Kaladin is shouting out orders confidently. So is Adolin. So is Azure. Mm-hmm. So is Elokar. Yeah. He's right with it's them. It's really incredible. Yeah. It's yeah. really, there's no, there's no, this is what I like is that there's no difference between Elokar and how he's acting and how right. all these other experienced commanders right. are acting. Yeah, yeah. He's right in there with That's them. really cool. Yeah, it's really awesome. Azure had removed her cloak and wrapped it half around her left arm. Adolin had never seen anything like it. Perhaps she was accustomed to fighting in plate. Mm-hmm. Right. And a little hint. Adolin got some water and then let a surgeon bandage the shallow, sorry, the shallow cut that he had taken, though the depths of the palace felt like caverns. Mm-hmm. I thought this was, that, that's what I thought was so cool. Um, this entrance, sorry, this entryway was glorious. Marbled, polished and reflective, grand staircases, and a bright red rug. Ooh, the red rug. Uh-oh. 
Uh oh. <laughs> I was wondering if you were gonna like ding ding. Yeah, of course. If it's a red telephone. Yeah. Come on. It's a but it's also telephone. the red r- rug, right? Like uh, white carpet. I know. Uh, Literally the red, red carpet yeah, once white. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, he'd burned that as a child once, playing with a candle. Oh, it was a candle. That was it. it didn't, didn't spill a. It was a candle. Um, and maybe even that's uh, with Sanderson. You know the whole mm-hmm. um, light from Stormlight versus uh, light from a candle. Yeah, that's true. He bandaged. He joined after being banished. He joined Azure, Elokar, and several of the High Lords, who were studying the wide corridor that led to the Eastern Gallery. The enemy had forced, sorry, had formed an excellent shield wall here. Oh yeah, this is where things get real. Mm-hmm. Crossbows at the ready. Um, that's going to be crimson to break, Azure said. We'll fight for every inch. Do you um, think she's think, saying this is going to be bloody? Like this is going to yeah. be a crimson break? Well, this is yeah, uh, her, uh, another yeah. color metaphor coming from Azure, right. right? And you pointed out last episode that that was the connection to Zale. That's right. why I was thinking Zale. Uh, I did again. not point to that. I that really... was in the info dump, thanks to our friend Buzzkill Joe. Oh, He's the one who info. also okay. said that another character who tends to make color metaphors is, uh, is Zale. Color references. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, we'll fight for every inch outside. The crashing at the gate finally grew silent. They're in, Adolin guessed. That breach isn't far from here. Mm-hmm. High Lord Shade grunted, maybe our enemies will turn against one another. Can we hope the Voidbringers and the Palace Guard will start fighting each other? No, Elikar says, the forces that have darkened the palace belong to the enemy, who now fights quickly to reach us. They know the danger the Oathgate presents. Mm-hmm. Agreed, Adolin says, this palace will soon be swarming with Parshman troops. Gather your men, Elikar says to the group. Azure has command of the assault. High Marshal, you must clear this hallway. This is a brutal order. Yeah, but I love what he's done here. Earlier he said, you know, I guess I can't hang you for disobeying, you know, normal rules. But then he's like, Azure has command. And then it says the next line, one of the High Lords looked at the woman and cleared his throat, but then decided not to say anything. Like all these High Born, all these High Lords are now going to take command, like uh, orders from uh, High Marshal Azure. Well, guess what? The King just said so. So deal with it. The King just said she's got command. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, he might have been a little flippant and like disrespectful earlier, but in the heat of the moment, he realizes, you know, you put your aces in your places and he's like, she's the best person for, for the, or the job right now. Right. Love it. Love it. Yeah. It's, it's so great. Um, it didn't happen, but I, I was worried that she was going to be the, the first pawn mm-hmm. sacrificed kind of thing. Because this is a very dangerous place to put your men. For sure. Azure commanded the archers to use short bows to try to soften the enemy, but that shield wall was built to hold. So Azure gave the order and her men advanced against the fortified enemy. So Mm -hmm. they're going in, you know, toe to toe. Adolin looked away as the corridor became a meat grinder. Crossbow bolts smacking against in waves, against men in waves. The wall guard had shields too but they had to risk advancing and a crossbow could punch. Adolin had never been good at this part of the battle and fighting. He wanted to be at the front leading the charge. Yeah, it's interesting, eh? From Mm -hmm. the duelist perspective, Mm -hmm. 
and then being thrown in thrown into this madness the ra- the rational part of him knew that would be stupid you mm-hmm. didn't risk your shard bearers in such a charge not unless they had plate your majesty and officer called to elicar we found an oddity elicar nodded for adelin to take care of it and glad for the distraction he jogged over to meet up with the man what closed door to the to the palace garrison the man said rigged to lock from the outside curious Aelin hiked after the man passing an improvised tri- uh, triage station where a couple of surgeons knelt amongst the pain spren seeing to men who had been wounded in the assault they'd be far busier once the push from the hallway was finished yeah mm-hmm. So even he knows it's terrible. Yeah. I thought that's where we were going to, we were going to lose uh, Asia, to be honest, but to the west of the entryway was the palace garrison, a large housing for the soldiers. Judging from the splintered wood here, whatever was inside had tried to get out. So this is, I, again, this is not what I expected to find. Is, Open it. It's kind of shitty and Summoning his shard blade. That these people yeah. were locked in. Yeah. Locked in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like it when we go, yeah, yeah, like back and forth yeah. like that. I've always yeah. loved that. Yeah. <laughs> His soldiers cautiously lifted aside the bar, then eased open the door. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect here. I thought, I thought an enemy, like mm-hmm. uh, I thought a threat was going to come mm-hmm. out here, but a group of dirty, <laughs> it's a group of dirty men. Is yeah, what it, ends it is. Being. A group of dirty men in palace guard uniforms. They had gathered at the... At the noise outside and at seeing Adolin, a few of them fell to their knees, letting out relieved praises to the Almighty. Mm-hmm. Your Highness, said a younger Alethi man with a captain's knots on his shoulders. Oh, Prince Adolin, it is you. Or is this somehow a cruel deception? No, it's me, Adolin says. Sedin? Storms, man, I barely recognize you through that beard. What happened? Sir, something, something's wrong with the queen. First, she killed that ardent and then executed Bright Lord Caves. He took a deep breath. We're traitors, sir. She called the guard, sir, another man said. Locked us in here because we wouldn't obey. Practically forgot about us. So how, how long have they been here? A few weeks or For something? For a while, yeah. Adolin uh, breathed out a relieved sigh. The fact that the entire guard hadn't completely gone along with her, well, it lifted a burden from his shoulders, one that he hadn't realized he'd been carrying. We're taking back the palace, Adolin says. Gather your men, sit in, and meet up with the surgeons in the main entryway. They'll they'll look you over and get you some water, take your reports. Sir, Sedin says, if you're storming the palace, we want to join you. Join us. You've been locked in here for weeks, men. I don't expect that you're fit for combat. Weeks, Sidin said. Surely it's only been a few days, Bright Lord. So what's with this time difference here? Well, he says, we've he only scratched, eaten, what, yeah, he scratched times? his beard. And he's like, we've only eaten, what, three times since thrown in here? So this isn't because it's been only a few days. It's because they've only been fed a few times. And time has, time. Yeah, has been fucked up in that room because it's like completely dark. They don't know what day yeah, and night yeah, is. They don't know. They have a hard time being able to tell how long they've been in there. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they even fed them at all, to be honest. 
Take them to the surgeons, Adolin says to the scouts who had fetched him, but get spears for the ones who claim to be strong enough to hold them. Sedin, your men will be reserves. Don't push yourselves too hard. Back at the main entryway, Adolin passed a surgeon working on a man in a palace guard uniform. To the surgeons, it didn't matter if you were an enemy. They were helping any who needed their attention. That was fine, but this man stared up with glazed eyes and didn't cry or groan like a wounded man should. He only whispered to himself. Mm-hmm. Now, is this man that, they've, that he's working on, is this one of, one of them? One of them, yeah. And he's like just he, completely out of it. Like not one of their men that they storm the palace with. One of the palace right. guard that have, have been affected by whatever it is. Right. I know him too, Adolin realized, searching for the name. Dodd, is it? No, that's it. That's what we called him anyways. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. What I really don't know is why the others aren't affected. Mm-hmm. Like, why not Azure's men? Well, they haven't been in proximity. They've been on the wall. They haven't been in proximity to the palace. So they've probably largely been protected from whatever this is. Okay. He reported to the king what he'd found. Ahead, Azure's men were making a final push to claim the hallway. They'd left dozens dying. Staining the carpet a darker shade of red, Adolin had the, di- the distinct sense that he could hear something. Over the din of the light... Sorry, the din, sorry, the din of the lighting? Of the f- lighting, the fighting. Sorry, I, my, I've got a note here and, and I've crossed out the F. Over the shouts of men echoing against the walls, a quiet voice that somehow cut to his soul. Passion. Sweet passion. Hmm. The palace guard finally relinquished the hallway, retreating through two sets of broad double doors at the other end. So, they can't hold this, Hmm. right? The door opened, revealing a glowing figure. And (laughs) Aelin says, Stormfather. Kaladin shone with a powerful brilliance. This, this is, is my this is my highlight, bro. This is that moment when even Adolin's like, "Whoa, wow, Stormfather!" Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's yeah, just yeah, been yeah. Bridge Boy. He's been Kaladin. He's been my yeah. friend. But in this more moment, he's like, "Holy shit!" Like, this is what he is. This is what all these men see. It's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's so I, awesome. It's it's not what I what I had expected. I'll tell you that. Um, Kaladin shone with a powerful brilliance. His eyes, beacons of blue, streaming with stormlight. He gripped a glowing metallic spear that was easily twelve feet long, and behind him, Scar and Dre. He also glowed brilliantly, looking little like the affable bridgeman who had protected Adolin on the shattered plains. The gallery is secure, Kaladin says. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, my mission? I'm good. Yeah. I'm done. (laughs) We're we're good, guys. We did our mission. Yeah, we're good. Let's go home. Stormlight puffing from his lips. The enemy you pushed back has fled up the steps. Your Majesty, I suggest you send Azure's men onto the Sunwalk to hold it. Straight ahead was the entrance to the Sunwalk, an open-sided walkway, and on it, Aelin was surprised to see not only guard corpses, but three prominent bodies in blue. Kaladin, Scar, Drahi. Illusions? Mm-hmm. 
Worked better than fighting them off, Shalon says. Yeah. Again, amazing, right? It's really, it's really um, awesome. The flying ones are distracted by the fighting at the city wall, so they left the moment they thought the bridgemen had fallen. So the illusions worked perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, to yeah. keep them back, right? To keep them back, yeah. We pushed another force of palace guards back into the monastery first, Kaladin says. We're going to need an army to scrape them out. This is great. Mm -hmm. The king strode through the gallery, then looked up the broad stairs. Your majesty, Kaladin calls. I'm going to lead a force up to the royal chambers, Elikar said. Someone needs to find out what happened to Isidon. What happened to this whole storming city? So I thought that was Kaladin's job. Is Kaladin going to join him here? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think so. He glowed. Sorry, the glow faded from Kaladin's eyes, his stormlight running low. His clothing seemed to droop, his feet settling more solidly on the ground. Dude, I love that, <laughs> that he's like floating or like, he's, you know what I mean? He's, mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, it's awesome. He suddenly seemed a man again, and Adolin found that more relaxing. Yeah. Because it was like that. that. Well, it's the thing that we talked about before, about the feeling mm. that these men in Amram's army in the first book had when they saw a shard bear yeah. come onto the field. That feeling when yeah. these men in the wall You're guard see a fuse showed up. It was just like, oh my God. And then now that <laughs> that's gone away, Aelin can almost like relax. Like I'm not in the, the presence. Earlier he said, we are right. living in the era of gods. Of gods. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. I'll go with him, Kaladin says to Adolin, handing him the pack of emeralds after picking out two brilliant ones for himself. Take Scar and Drahi and get Shalon to the Unmade. Sounds good, Adolin says. So he picked out some soldiers to Cal, go with the king. And Cal and Elokar are going to save the prince and the queen. Asadon. And they're yeah. truly splitting the party now. And Shalon's backup is going to be Adolin and the two Windrunners. And hopefully right. the two Windrunners, the two Bridge Four members, are going to be close right. enough to where Kaladin is that they'll still be able to use their, their powers, their squire powers. Right. Right? So. And, and Azure is holding the Sunwalk? And Azure is holding the Sunwalk, yeah. Yeah. Those troops refused the Queen's orders, Adolin said to Elokar nodding to Sedin. They seem to have resisted the influence of whatever's going on in there. Mm -hmm. And they'll know the palace better than the wall guard. Excellent, Elikar says, and then started up the steps. Don't wait for us. If Brightness Devara is successful, go right to Urthiru and bring our armies back. I love how Adolin has made these men that he just found weak and useless useful. Yeah. These men know the, the, their way around. They were literally just in there. You know, they, they can right. lead you to where you need to go. Yeah, very cool. Adolin nods and then gives Kaladin a quick salute, tapping his wrists together with his with his fists. Yeah, I was doing that when I was reading it's it. It's so yeah. great. This, yeah, it's so it's awesome. So um, and I love Kaladin's smile too from it. Like he just, it's like he... Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, it's Luke and Han saying goodbye. Yeah, right? dude. It's, it's, it, <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah. Um, good luck, bridge boy. Kaladin smiled, his silvery spear vanishing as he gave the salute back, then hustled after the king. Adolin jogged over to Shallan, who was staring along the sunwalk. Azure had claimed it with her soldiers, but hadn't advanced onto the Oathgate platform beyond. 
Adolin rested his hand on Shallan's shoulder. So again, we get this little mm-hmm. reassurance touch. Yeah. I love it. I just, I just love it. They're there, she whispered, two of them this time. Last night, Adolin, I, I had to run. The revel was getting inside my head. I've heard it, he says, resummoning his blade. We'll face it together, like last time. That's awesome, too. Mm-hmm. Shallan took a deep breath and summoned Pattern as a shard blade. She held the blade before herself in a common stance. Good form, Adolin says. I had a good teacher. Okay, so I just want to point out, it's not super yeah. important, but I love the fact that she's Shallan with her red hair. Yes. She's wearing Vale's coat. And she's yes. able to use her shard blade. She's holding her shard yeah. blade as radiant. You know, there's, yes. it's really, really neat. And I can, ju- we can just imagine the turmoil that's going inside her head right now at the, uh, in this moment, but it's, she's Maybe, seeming to play really cool. I don't She seems to be like Shalon here. This, like, she seems to be in alignment. Yeah. It's, I, it's really I don't know. great. It's really I like cool. it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, Maybe it's it's like you said, because we don't get it from Shallan's perspective necessarily, mm-hmm. like we're more inside Adolin here. For sure. For this chapter, yeah. right? So so maybe that's the deal. So, you, so who knows what really, what storm is actually we happening don't, yeah, inside Yeah, we have no idea. Mind. And I like that we don't but know. It, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they advanced. Across the sunwalk, passing fallen enemy soldiers and a single dead fused, pinned to a cleft in the rock by what appeared to be his own lance. Shallan lingered at the corpse, but Aelin pulled her along until they reached the monastery proper. Mm-hmm. Azure's soldiers advanced at his command, engaging palace guards, here to secure a path toward the center. Aelin stepped up to the edge of the plateau and surveyed the city, his home. And it was falling. Mm-hmm. The, the nearest gate had been broken, completely open. Parchment flooded through towards the palace. This, this is like overlooking Helm's Deep. Yeah. Like his city is overrun. Yeah, completely. Others had taken the walls via ladder crews. Again, the ladders. It just kind of evoked a lot of that imagery for me. Um, that enormous stone monstrosity moved along the wall. Yeah, we haven't forgot about... The thunderclass, right? Yeah. How do they? How do? How would they? You know, confront it, defeat it. How? Uh, like, I think they just they, run. Basically, I think you're supposed to just run. They saw it and ran. Yeah, yeah. They, that's what they have to do. How do you fight Godzilla? You don't fight Godzilla. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. But then why bring the? Like, I don't understand. They're still they're still moving forward with their plan to bring they the have army to. here. Yeah, they have to. Okay, but they're up against a thunderclass. Yeah, I don't know. So what do you do? Well, they, they can't, they, they can't they, just I, admit defeat, right? They have to keep going. They have to, like Wit said, fl- you're right, fleet I kept know. running, right? Fleet kept running, yeah. yeah. You just got to keep going. Yeah. I guess I'm always a bit more like, wait, 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 wait we have to have more information. We have to have a plan. We have to read some books. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Whereas we need a book. Right. Yasna should just show up right now with a plan. I like this idea. Okay. I'm glad you brought it Let's up. Let's keep going. We're almost done this chapter here. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um... Advanced commander. Okay, Adolin steps on the edge. It was yeah, city was falling. I I, I felt a little sad for Adolin there. Mm-hmm. This is his home. He's looking out over his home. Yeah, 
and seeing it burned and broken apart and people are terrified and people are dying. Um, the nearest gate had been broken completely open. Others had taken the walls via ladder crews. The monstrosity moved along the wall, reaching up and slapping at guard towers. A large group of people in varied costumes had surged down Talon Way, passing along one of the wind blades. The cult of moments? He couldn't be certain what part they'd played, but Parshmen were flooding the city in that direction as well. We can fix this, Adolin thought. We can bring our armies in and hold the palace, hold the palace hill, push back to the walls. They had dozens of shardbearers. They had Bridge Four and other surge binders. They could save this city. He just needed to get them here. Do you think this is wishful thinking on his end? He's looking at his city. He's he just he believes in it. I think so. I think that but, he's also trying to convince himself that to keep going. It all is not yeah, lost. Maybe. If we get just get them here, we can still win. Soon, Azure approached with a platoon of thirty men. The pathway inward is secure, though a knot of the enemy still holds the very center. I've spared a few men to scour to scour nearby buildings. It looks like the people you mentioned, the ones who were reveling last night, are slumbering inside. They they don't move, even when you prod them. Mm-hmm. That's also really creepy. Yeah, they're just that before, like, like zombies. Like. Adolin nods, then led the way toward the center of the plateau. Shalon and Azure were following. They passed battle lines of Azure's soldiers who were holding the streets. He soon saw the main force of the enemy, collected on a path between monastery buildings, barring the way to the Oath Gate's control control building. Mm-hmm. Spurred by the urgency of Kolinar's predicament, Adolin took point and swept along sorry, among the enemy, burning their eyes with his blade, and he broke their line. Though one straggler almost got in a lucky strike. Scar, fortunately, oh, this I love. Scar's right <laughs> yeah, there. Don't you love this? For sure. It's amazing. He appears out of nowhere. The bridgeman caught the blow with his shield and then rammed a spear through the guardman's chest. And then this is my highlight. Yeah. How many is that I owe you? Adolin asks. I wouldn't think to keep count, Bright Lord. Yeah. It's awesome. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing. I love it. Um, Scar said with a grin, glowing light puffing from his lips. Drahe joined them, and they chased the routed enemy past the King's Chapel, finally reaching the control building. Adolin had always known it at the, at the Circle of Memories, or known it as the Circle of Memories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's our theme, isn't it? Memories, yeah. Right. For this book, merely another part of the monastery, as Shalon had warned, it was an it was overgrown with a dark mass that pulsed and throbbed like a pitch black heart. Mm-hmm. Dark veins spread from it like roots pulsating in time with the heart. Storm, Stray, he whispered. All right, Shalon said, walking forward. Guard this area. I'll see what I can do. So, I'll see <sighs> what so I can good. do is exactly the the line that Kaladin says when he is in the crowd right. and Renarin and Adolin need someone to help them in that fight. And he says, honor is dead, but I'll see what I can do. 
I'll see what I can do. Yeah, it's just such, yeah. it's so cool how he reuses a lot of this stuff and just, you know, like, and we don't yep. see it when we first read it, but when we go through it, you know, no, a few times and you... I, and I hadn't thought that until you mentioned yeah. it, which is amazing. It's so good. So what's your highlight? I think your hi- your highlight is the... Um, is the spear caught well, by Scar? Maybe the salute of well, the bridge maybe force it's salute. Now that the end. There's so much in this I chapter mean, that is there's good. There's so much. Uh, yeah, I, I love. I love. Um, yeah, I, I, I love Scar just being there at the end. Um, I kind of like. I, I kind of like that moment when he when he's seeing his city fall and he still has hope. Mm-hmm. He's um, like talking his way into maybe potentially thinking it can be done still. Yeah. What's what, what what's yours? Like if you, if there was one, um, glare there's a lot of moments. Uh, let's just highlight that that moment again, though, where um, Adolin opens the door and he sees that brilliance that is Kaladin, and he, even he oh, has to Kaladin. be like, yeah, yeah. Stormfather, like just yeah. like wow, yeah. <laughs> it's just great. Maybe that's the thing that that I, yeah. What's what's that line again? That we're we're living in the time of gods. Yeah. What's it? Yeah. But but it's them. Yeah, they are the the, the gods that are yeah. in this time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really cool. It's a good chapter. It's pretty um, great. It's um, it's great to have an Adolin chapter. We haven't had one in all quite a long no. time. So yeah. it's great to get back no. in his head to hear For the sure. wind stance and smoke stance and, and like all these different things yeah. that were. I wish I was in my right? silk, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel <laughs> taller I was in, in my the, silk, but I but the, I am I, I'm wearing uniform. platform. I, but it's like it's like I'm in platform heels. Yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's walking tall. It's yeah. really good. Right. Yeah. Okay. So actually before you I start reading, I just want to quickly say that, um, mm. normally my process for, for live reads is that I will mm. read and research the, uh, the chapter that we are not live reading, like the one we just did 83. And then I will read and research the chapter that we are live reading and I will have notes mm. and points and stuff. I didn't do that this time. I did the research for 83. Right. You said you were just going yeah. to go in this then I didn't, as I'm going. Yeah. And then I didn't reread 84. It's been three years since I've read the one you can save. And I did that on purpose because I wanted to try to recreate for myself this moment where I'm kind of rediscovering the chapter anew. Um, I know what's about mm-hmm. to happen. I knew that this chapter was an important live read one uh, uh, going you know, uh, weeks and weeks and weeks and months of in advance. I knew. Um, but instead of just like reading or listening to the audible and taking notes and then reading it and then really dissecting it, I decided not to do that this time. I wanted to try to create mm-hmm. some of this um, like new magic that we had kind of when we did um, Edge Dancer where we were both kind of new to it. And even though I know what's mm-hmm. coming up, I don't know exactly yeah. when in the chapter stuff is, is coming up. So I wanted to try to trick myself into feeling it anew again. So anyways, I just wanted to preface that. Oh, that's, that's cool. Um, so anytime you want to go, you're, you're welcome. Ready or not, as they say, here we come. Chapter 84, the one you can save. Mm -hmm. The enemy makes another push toward fever stone keep. I wish we knew what it was that had them so interested in that area. Could they be intent on capturing Rall Elorum? Okay, we've had um, Feverstone Keep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Feverstone Keep is the, um, is the flashback uh, that Dalinar has about when the recreants started, when the Radiants gave when up th- their blades right. and plate. 
Right. It happened at, uh, it started at Feverstone Keep. And they're saying that the enemy makes what, a push towards yeah. Feverstone Keep. I wish we knew what it was that they had so uh, them so interested in that area. And then we get a little kind of a clue here. We get the location of Feverstone Keep. Could they be intent on capturing Ral Elorim? And Ral Elorim right. is just a, a, a pl- place in the world. And I don't. We. I think there was a period there where we didn't really know where Feverstone Keep could be. Oh, okay. I wasn't clear on that one. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Could it be that the enemy just simply wanted them to abandon their oaths? Maybe. We still don't know why they did. Right. Okay. Well, I, I don't know what else to say to that, to that um, mm-hmm. beginning. Kaladin charged up the broad stairs, followed by some 50 soldiers. So far, so good. So far, so good. We can just stop there. <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah, okay. Um, stormlight pulsed within him, lending a spring to each step. The fused had taken time to come attack him on the sunwalk and had had left soon after Shalon had created her ruse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so good. He could only assume that the city assault was consuming the enemy's attention, which meant he might be able to use his powers without drawing immediate reprisal, right, because of distraction. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. led the way, brilliant shard blade, carried in a two-handed grip. They twisted around, so he, you know, he was warned by Adolin, I must add. You don't have plate. Right. Two-handed grip, that's no shield. Mm-hmm. There's no shield, yeah. So, all-out offense, so... Mm-hmm. They twisted around at a landing and charged up another flight. Elokar didn't seem to care that each step took them farther from the bulk of their army. Yeah, what do you make of that? He seems rather brazen, like, perhaps even uncharacteristically so. Mm -hmm. I mean, how would you feel if you were 20 feet away from saving Linda and Parker? Of course. I mean, I would do the same thing. Right. This is not the yeah, king. This okay. is not a newly minted commander, yeah. as we've seen. This is a father yeah. and a husband. Right. Right. Up the stairs, he said softly to Sill, check for an ambush on each floor. Yes, sir, commander, sir, radiant, sir, she said, and zipped <laughs> off. That's Sill? Good. I like that. Cute. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yes, sir, commander, sir. Almost like, almost like, uh, what's the word? Um. You're doing it a bit mockingly or insulting, like yes, sir. Like, um, like, um, who am I thinking of? Uh, I'm thinking of Sound of Music. I'm always thinking of Sound of Music, right? Um, Maria says yes, sir, to Captain Von Trapp, right? You know, when when he was um, instructing her on how to treat the children. Anyway, that's the way my brain works. Okay, Um, up the stairs, yes, sir, Commander, sir, Radiant, sir. A moment later, she zips back down. Lots of men on the third floor, but they're backing away from the stairwell. Don't like, sorry, doesn't look like an ambush. Okay, that's good. Kaladin nodded and then slowed Elokar with a touch on the arm. Mm -hmm. We have a reception waiting, Kaladin said. He pointed at a squad of soldiers. It seems the king lost his guards somewhere. You're now them. If we get into combat, keep his majesty from being surrounded. He pointed at another group. You men are 
Beard? Yes, Cal, the stocky guardsman said. <laughs> he, hes- <laughs> he hesitated, then saluted. Um, sir? Behind him were Noro, Ved, Alaward, and Vasilev. Kaladin's entire squad from the wall guard. They Noro with, shrugged. They're with him, bro. That's so cool. Isn't that I love cool? It. That's really great. Without the captain, we don't have a proper platoon leader. Figured we should stick with you. Beard nodded and rubbed at the glyphord wrapping his right arm. It was fortune. Mm-hmm. And it, it read, Good to have you, Kaladin said. Try to keep me from being flanked, but give me space if you can. Don't crowd you, Lieutenant Noro said, and don't let anyone else crowd you either. Can do, sir. Kaladin looked at the king and nodded. The two of them took the last few steps up to the landing to emerge into a broad stone hallway, carpeted down the center but otherwise unornamented. Kaladin had expected the palace to be more lavish, but it appeared that even here in the seat of their power, the Colins preferred buildings that felt like bunkers. Mm -hmm. Funny, after hearing them complain that their fortresses on the Shattered Plains lacked comfort. And here they seemed rather, well, sparse. Yeah. Expecting the palace to be more lavish. Syl was right. A platoon of enemy soldiers had formed up down the hall, holding halberds or crossbows, but seemed content to wait. Kaladin prepared Stormlight. He could paint the walls with a power that would cause crossbow bolts to veer aside in their flight. But it was far from a perfect art. It was the power he understood the least. Mm-hmm. What do you mean he can... Uh, well, it's like what he did to the can, shield like, back in the day. Is he made the shield attract right, all the all arrows, the right? Arrows so to it, yeah, it's yeah. It's like saying, I can do that to the walls. I can make the walls attract the crossbow bolts. But it's right. the one, it's the thing that he's done the least. He doesn't really know exactly how to right. do it. He could try. Got you. He's not ex- as experienced so he as he volley. is. With, Go ahead. He could take a volley of arrows and then sort of just d- divert them to the sides. Kind right. Of or, or he would make, um, the crossbows attracted to a, a specific point like he did with the shield that right. time. Right. 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 Okay. Do you not see me? Elicar bellowed. Do you not know your monarch? Are you so far consumed by the touch of the spren that you would kill your own king? Mm-hmm. What? Well, he's talking to these people that are shooting at him. He's trying to, like, rouse them. Oh, sorry. Okay. All right. Storms, those soldiers barely seemed to be breathing. At first, they didn't move. Then a few looked backward down the hallway. Was that a distant voice? The palace soldiers immediately broke formation and retreated. Elokar set his jaw and then led the way after them. Each step made Kaladin more anxious. <clears throat> he didn't have the troops to properly hold their retreat. All he could do was post a pair of men at each intersection with instructions to yell if they saw someone coming down the cross hallways. Mm-hmm. They passed a corridor lined with statues of the heralds, nine of them at least, and one was missing. Mm-hmm. St- like one of the nine statues was missing? Yeah. Ten heralds. But yeah. one of them here in this hallway was, one of the statues was missing. Kaladin sent Syl ahead to watch, but Lat left him feeling even more exposed. Everyone but him 
seemed to know the way, which made sense. But it made him feel carried along on some sort of ride. They finally reached the royal chambers, marked by a broad set of doors. Okay, sorry, I, I'm distracted by this statue and missing thing. Like, the heralds can't be statues. No. Like, they can't. No. Okay, all right, so. Sorry, I get distracted by these silly thoughts. Okay. They finally reached the royal chambers, sorry, marked by a broad set of doors, open and inviting. Kaladin stopped his men 30 feet from the opening near a corridor that split off to the left. Okay. Even from here, he could see that the chamber beyond the doors finally displayed some of the lavish ornamentation that he had expected. Rich carpets, too much furniture, everything covered in embroidery or gilding. There are soldiers down that smaller hallway to the left, Sill said, zipping back to him. Mm-hmm. There isn't a single one in the room ahead, but Kaladin, she's in there, the queen. I can hear her, Elikar said. That's her voice, singing. I know that tune, mm-hmm. Kaladin thought. Something about her soft song was familiar. He wanted to advise caution, but the king was already hurrying forward, a worried squad of men following. Kaladin sighed, then arranged his remaining men, half stayed. What do you mean, I know that tune? Kaladin knows that song. It just sounds familiar. Kaladin sighed, then arranged his remaining men, half stayed back to watch their retreat, and the other half formed up at the left hallway to stare down the palace guard. Storms, if this went wrong, he'd have a bloodbath on his hands, with the king trapped in the middle. Still, this was why they'd come up here. And he followed the queen's song and entered the room. Okay. <laughs> okay, so now we have a POV change, or a POV change. POV change here, yeah. yeah. Shallan stepped up to the dark heart. Oh yeah, we've got stranger things going on here. Yeah. Even though she hadn't studied human anatomy as much as she'd have liked, her father thought it unfeminine. In the sunlight, she could easily see that it was the wrong shape. Mm-hmm. This isn't a human heart, she decided. Maybe it's a parchment heart. Or, well, a giant dark violet spren in the shape of one growing over the Oathgate control building. Shallan, Adolin said, we're running out of time. His voice brought to her an awareness of the city around her, of soldiers skirmishing only one street over, of distant drums going quiet, one at a time, as guard posts on the wall fell, of smoke in the air and soft high-pitched roar that seemed the echoes of thousands upon thousands of people shouting in the chaos of a city Mm -hmm. being conquered. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the response. I can't help but like cut the tension. If with there's a yeah. one word that surmises that that uh, that paragraph, it's it's a yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> she tried pattern first, stabbing him into the heart as a shard blade. The mass simply split around the blade. She slashed with it and the spren cut, then sealed up behind. So, time to try what she'd done in Urethira. 
Trembling, Shalon closed her eyes and pressed her hand against the heart. It felt real, like warm flesh. Like an Urethiru touching the thing, let her sense it, feel it, know it. It tried to sweep her away. Sweep her away meaning what? Um, I don't know. Grab her? Yeah, or like mentally like pull her <clears throat> away. Hmm. I guess we'll have to see the next time we read the POV in this chapter. But POV change again here. Yeah, POV change again. The queen sat at a vanity beside the wall. She was much as Kaladin had anticipated, younger than Elokar, with long, dark, alethi hair, which she was combing. Her song had fallen away to a hum. <laughs> She's going, this is not how I imagined this to go down no. at all. She's combing her hair. Yeah. Well, okay. you know that if you don't, it'll get all tangled and shit, right? You have to comb your hair. You have to. Combing is... Even yeah. if you are slaughtering people and you're in some kind of like weird dark, <clears throat> dark cult, still got to comb your hair. Yeah, we could have a bit of Marsha, Marsha, Marsha going on here with the combing. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Should we be counting it? Yeah. 599. Okay. Asadon, <clears throat> Elikar asks. She looked away from the mirror, then smiled broadly. She had a narrow face with prim lips painted a deep red. She rose from the seat and glided to him. Husband, so it was you I heard. You have returned at last. Victorious over our enemies, your father avenged? What's going on here? <laughs> yes, Elokar said, frowning. He moved to step toward her, but Kaladin grabbed him by the shoulder and held him back. The queen focused on Kaladin. New bodyguard, dear one. Far too scruffy. You should have consulted me. You have an image to maintain. Where is Gav, Asadon? Where is my son? He's playing with friends. That's creepy. Mm -hmm. Like she seems to be completely unaware of anything happening. Elikar looked at Kaladin and gestured to the side with his chin. See what you can find, it seemed to say. Keep alert, Kaladin whispered, then began picking through the room. He passed the remnants of lavish meals, only partially eaten. Pieces of fruit, each with a single bite taken out of them, cakes and pastries, candied meats on sticks. It looked like it should have rotted, based on the decay spren he noticed, but it hadn't. Uh, what's going on here? I don't know. <clears throat> Decay spren or present. Mm-hmm. But things aren't Food's rotting. not rotted. No. They're not, and they're not locked in time. Like, they're not, uh, right? Because t- there's been time pass on the battles, mm-hmm. like, since he left. Wait, is this the first that he's seen her in six years since the Battle of... No, no, that's, that's not yeah. how long. Uh, it's been a while. It's been quite a while. <clears throat> okay. Dear one, Elikar said, keeping his distance from the Queen, we heard that the city has been... has seen trouble lately. One of my ardents tried to refound the hierarchy. We really should keep better watch on who joins them. Not every man or woman is proper for service. 
you had her executed. Of course, she tried to overthrow us. Kaladin picked around a pile of musical instruments of the finest wood, sitting in a heap. Here, Sill's voice said in his mind, across the room, behind the dressing screen. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he passed the balcony to his left. If he remembered right, though the story had been told so often, he had heard a dozen different versions. Gavilar and the assassin had fallen off that ledge during their struggles. Asadon, Elikar said, his voice pained. He stepped forward, extending his hand. You're not well. Please come with me. <laughs> not well? There's an evil influence in the palace. Evil? Husband, what a fool you are at times. Kaladin joined Sill and glanced behind the dressing screen which had been pushed back against the wall to section off a small cubby. Here a child, two or three years old, huddled and trembled, clutching a stuffed soldier. <clears throat> two or three years old. So it hasn't been six years. Okay. Right. Um, huddled and trembled, clutching a stuffed soldier. Uh, several spren with soft red glows were picking at him like kremlings at a corpse. The boy tried to turn his head, and the spren pulled on the hair, on the back of his hair, until he looked up, while others hovered in front of his face and took horrific shapes like, like horses with melting faces. Mm -hmm. Kind of gross. It's pretty, pretty creepy. <laughs> Kaladin reacted with swift, immediate rage. He growled, seizing the sill blade from the air, forming a small dagger from mist. He drove the dagger forward and caught one of the spren, pinning it to the wall's wooden paneling. He had never known a shard blade to cut a spren before, but this worked. <laughs> How did he know? He's he didn't. Instinct, I guess. <clears throat> the thing screamed in a soft voice, a hundred hands coming from its shape and scraping at the blade at the wall until it seemed to rip into a thousand tiny pieces that faded the other three red spren streaked away in a panic in his hands Kaladin felt Sill tremble then groaned softly he released her and she took the shape of a small woman that was that was terrible she whispered floating over to land on his shoulder did we just kill a spren? The thing deserved it, Kaladin said. Sil just huddled on his shoulder, wrapping her arms around herself. The child sniffled. He was dressed in a little uniform. Kaladin glanced back at the king and queen. He'd lost track of their conversation, but they spoke in hissing and furious tones. Oh, Elikar, the queen was saying, You are ever so oblivious. Your father had grand plans for you. All you ever wanted to do was sit in, the sh in his shadow. It was for the best that you went off to play war. So you could stay here and do this? Elikar said, waving toward the palace. I continued your father's work. I found the secret, Elikar. Spren, ancient Spren. You can bond with them. 
Bond, Elokar's mouth worked, as if he couldn't understand the very word he spoke. Have you seen my radiance? Asadon asked. She grinned. The Queen's Guard? I've done what your father could not. Oh, he found one of the ancient spren, but he could never discover how to bond it. But I, I have solved the riddle. <laughs> she's saying that she's bound one of these, these unmade. Right. She's bonded with it or, or sorry. She, she's discovered how to bond it. It's interesting that she says, I'm continuing your father's work. Father's work. Like yeah. with the sons of honor and him having, trying to bring back the, the, the bring radiance and all the that stuff. Of the... Yeah. It seems like Asudon knew more than we even knew that Elikar even knew about what right. her dad was up to. Wow. In the dim light of the royal chambers, Asadon's eyes glittered and then started to glow a deep red. Oh my God. <laughs> if she's, if she's bonded, that doesn't make her a bondsmith though. Like her being potentially bonded to. I mean, the word bond is there, but I don't know <clears throat> if you can. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's. I don't think so. That might be, uh, yeah, that might be not the same. Storms, Elikar said, stepping back. Time to go. Kaladin reached down to try to pick up the child, but the boy screamed and scrambled away from him. That finally drew the king's attention. Elikar rushed over, throwing aside the dressing screen. He gasped and then knelt beside his son. The child, Gavinor, scooted away from his father, crying. Kaladin looked back at the queen. How long have you been planning this? Planning for my husband's return? I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the thing beyond you. Dude, I got crazy goosebumps at that. Mm -hmm. She laughed. Yelignar serves me. Or do you speak of the heart of the revel? Ashardmarn has no will. He is merely a force of consumption, mindless, to be harnessed. Elikar whispered something to his son. Kaladin couldn't hear the words, but the child stopped weeping. He looked up, blinked away tears, and finally let his father pick him up. Elikar cradled the child, who in turn clutched his stuffed soldier. It wore blue armor. <laughs> I, li I like that his, the toy has the armor. I think yeah. that's cool. Um, I just want to make something clear here. Shalon yeah. said there were two unmade in this city. Right. Ashert Marn, the heart of the revel, which was causing yeah. the cult to uh, uh, indulge in an excess. And then Ja Anat, another unmade, that was corrupting the Spren. She never said anything about something about called Yelignar. So that means there's a third or it's something else? third or it's something else yeah that sounds likely let's let's keep reading here out kaladin says but the king looked toward his wife elikar kaladin said gripping the king's shoulder be a hero to the one you can save oh my god that's crazy crazy 
The king met his eyes and then nodded, clutching the young child. He started toward the door and Kaladin followed, keeping his eyes on the queen. She sighed loudly, stepping after them. I feared this. They rejoined their soldiers and then began to retreat down the hallway. Esadan stopped in the doorway to the king's chambers. I have outgrown you, Elokar. I have taken the gemstone into me and have harnessed Yelignar's power. Something started to twist around her. A black smoke, blown as if from an unseen wind. Double time, Kaladin said to his men, drawing in stormlight. He could feel it coming. He'd sensed where this would go the moment they'd started up the steps. It was almost a relief when at last Asadon shouted for her soldiers to attack. It's amazing how Kaladin is just so... Um, Calm and like, can, let's just can go. sense battle. Can yeah. sen- well, well, he's calm, but it he's it he's in his element. Yeah, yo man, this is battle. This is I. I have outgrown you, Elokar. I have taken the I gemstone know. into me. Into I have me. harnessed Yelignar's power. The gemstone. She's, we literally she's... just read a series of epigraphs talking about how you can trap an unmade into a gemstone. And she said, I have outgrown you, Elokar. I have taken the gemstone into me. I have harnessed Yelignar's power. So taking a gemstone into her, what does she mean? Like she has a gem heart now? Like as a part of her? I mean, she or doesn't she's explain. A... She's, she just swallowed it, I guess, or something. I don't know. She's sucking up the butt. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I don't, well, I don't, I don't, this is, this is very odd. Mm-hmm. Very much yeah. so. It makes things that much more complicated. I've outgrown you. I that's that's going to stay with me a lot. That's great. But the one you can save, it's not quite what I had imagined. I right. thought we were going to have to choose between other characters. Right. But, but now he's like, these two, you can save your son. So let's go. You know what? I think highlight there because Kaladin is he's like um he's he's, he's like a surgeon there. Mm-hmm. Remember he talks about like you, ch- you got to chop the leg off to save the rest of the body. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that whole this theme is the comes one back. you can yeah. save. Yeah. This is, or cool. this is, That's cool. this is what you, this is what you can save. You can't save this. Yeah. But you can save but this. But you can save this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Also well, a little highlight I, is, did we just kill a spren? Yeah. Did we just kill a spren and <laughs> Syl's reaction to that? Like, oh my gosh. She's, she's like so tuckered out. That's, she's like, whoo, did we just kill a spren? Well, That's exhausting. Oh, I thought she was gutted from it. I think so too. Like, like I just like to pretend, like, like I like to pretend oh. that she's like laying on his shoulder, like, wow, that was tough. Oh, she's work. pooped. That's she's, <laughs> she's pooped. Yeah, she's she pooped. Yeah, she's a poop. She's okay. a pooped. Um, no, I, I I took it as her being gutted from it, like it's it's too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't handle it. Um, yeah, this is not not quite going how I thought. Can I look at how many more pages or no? That's, that's uh, no, let's not do that. I'm, I'm um, gonna. Yeah, we're I, we're I getting close though. Okay. Um, scene change. Mm-hmm. Uh, give it all to me, the voices whispered in Shalon's mind. Give it all to me. Give me your passion, your hunger, your longing, your loss. Surrender it. You are what you feel. Shalon swam in it, lost, like in the depths of the ocean. Ah. Uh, like where she should have been maybe on that. Mm-hmm. Does that, well, actually it is kind of where she ended up being on that boat. Mm-hmm. 
The voices beset her from all sides. When one whispered that she was sorry, when one whispered that she was pain, Shalon became a weeping girl, mm-hmm. singing as she twisted a chain tight around a thick neck. When another whispered that she was hunger, she became an urchin on the street, wearing rags for clothing. Passion, fear, enthusiasm, boredom, hatred, and lust. She became a new person with every heartbeat. The voices seemed thrilled by this. They assaulted her, growing to a frenzy. Shalon was a thousand people in a moment. But which one was her? All of them. A new voice. Wits? Wit, she screamed, surrounded by snapping eels in a dark place. Wit, please. You're all of them, Shalon. Why must you be only one emotion? One set of sensations, one role, one life. They rule me, Wit. Vale and Radiant and all the others. They're consuming me. Then be ruled as a king is ruled by his subjects. Make Shalon so strong that the others must bow. What a fucking line that is. (laughs) That's pretty great. That's a fucking line right there, bro. Yeah, that's pretty great. Make Shalon so strong the others must bow. Wow. (laughs) They're consuming me like... Yeah, that's that's pretty great. Viewing her her characters like uh, like, like subjects. subjects. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had all that that's stuff really with the way cool. of kings with Nohadan and like you know doing yeah, what yeah. you can for your people. Yeah, it's really really good good stuff. <laughs> Do what you can for your people. Wow, that's pretty cool. I don't know if I can. She says, the darkness thrummed and surged, and then withdrew. Shalon didn't feel as if she'd changed anything, but still the darkness retreated. She found herself kneeling on the cold stones outside the control building. The enormous heart became sludge, melted away, almost seemed to crawl, sending out runners of dark liquid before itself. You did it, Adolin said. I did? Secure that building, Azure commanded her soldiers. Drahi and Scar glowed nearby, looking grim, fresh blood on their clothing. They'd been fighting. Shalon stood up on shaky feet. The small circular structure in front of her seemed insignificant compared to the other monastery buildings, but it was the key to everything. This is going to be tricky, Azure, Adolin says. We're going to have to fight back down into the city, push the enemy out. Storms, I hope my father has our armies ready. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. Shalon blinked, dazed. She couldn't help feeling she'd failed, that she hadn't done anything. The first transfer will be only the control building, Adolin said. After that, she'll swap the entire platform, buildings and all. We'll want to move our army back into the palace before that happens. Adolin turned, surveying the path back. What is taking the king so long? Shalon stepped into the control building. It looked much as the one she discovered on the Shattered Plains, though better maintained, and its tile mosaics on the floor were of fanciful creatures, an enormous beast with claws and fur like a mink. Something 
that looked like a giant fish. On the walls, lanterns shone with gemstones, and between them hung full-length mirrors. Shalon walked toward the keyhole control device, summoning pattern as a blade. She studied him, and then looked up at herself in one of the mirrors hanging on the wall. Someone else stood in the mirror. A woman with black hair that fell to her waist. She wore archaic clothing. A sleeveless, flowing gown that was more of a tunic, with a simple, belted waist. Shalon touched her face. Why had she put this illusion on? The reflection didn't mimic her motions, but pressed forward, raising hands against the glass. The reflected room faded and the figure distorted and became a jet-black shadow with white holes for eyes. Oh, dude. We remember <laughs> this, right? Really creepy. This is the yeah, one she yeah. saw in the mirror before. Radiant, the thing said, mouthing the words. My name is Shah Anat. And I am not your enemy. What? <laughs> Sorry, that was a very silent what? What? <laughs> and I am not your enemy. Oh, man, that's not what I expected in just such a short amount of time. I was really creeped out there by that image fading. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay, well, can, let's keep reading. You keep going, bro. Can we? Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, scene change again. Scene change again. Yeah. Kaladin's men charged down the steps in their escape, though the the back ranks bunched up in the hallway around the stairwell. Behind the queen's guard, set up in lowered crossbows, Sill spear, Sill spear, Sill spear. Come yeah. on, let's do it. Sill spear held high. Kaladin stepped between the two groups and pulled stormlight into the ground. Drawing the bolts downward. Like he was just talking about doing, he's done it now, right? Right. He was unpracticed with this power. And unfortunately, some of the bolts still slammed into shields, even heads. Kaladin growled. And then drew in a deep breath of stormlight bursting alight. The glow of his skin shining on the walls and ceiling of the palace hallway. The queen's soldiers shied back before the light as if it were something physical. Distantly, he heard the screaming Spren react to what he'd done. He lashed himself in precisely the right way to rise a few feet off the ground and then float there. <laughs> so awesome. The queen's soldiers blinked against the light as if it were somehow too strong for their eyes. At last, the captain of the rear guard called the final withdrawal, and the rest of Kaladin's men rushed down the stairs. Only Noro's squad lingered. Some of the Queen's soldiers began to test forward at him, so he dropped to the floor and started down the steps at a run. Beard and the rest of the squad joined him, followed by the Queen's soldiers, unnaturally silent. Unfortunately, Kaladin heard something else echoing up the stairwell from down below. The sounds of men clashing and of familiar singing, Parshendi's songs. Remember that they attacked, right? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Rear guard, Kaladin shouted, form up the steps, orient toward the upper floor. His soldiers obeyed, turning and leveling spears and shields at the 
descending enemy. Kaladin lashed himself upward and twisted so that he hit the ceiling feet first. He ducked and ran, passing over the heads of his men in the high stairwell until he reached the ground floor. The first ranks of his soldiers clashed with Parshman troops in the eastern gallery, but the enemy had penned them into the stairwell so most of his troops couldn't get down to the, to the fight. Kaladin released the lashing, dropping and twisting to land in a tempest of light before the Parshman ranks. Several of his men groaned and cried as they fell, bloodied to the enemy's spears. Kaladin felt his rage flare, and he lowered the sill spear. It was time to begin the work of death. Then he saw the face of the Parshman in front of him. It was Saw, former slave, card player, father, Kaladin's friend. Did you... Did you expect to see Saw again? No. Nope. See, seesaw. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Did you expect to see Saw? No. <laughs> I did not. No. Um, no, I did not. You know what I'm hoping for, though? Mm. Is... I'm hoping for... I'm hoping for a, a break, a release. Like, for Saw to, like, be like, let's join him. He's our friend. Well, for Kaladin to have an effect... Right. Or like he's done that, with the wall guard, his, like he's done with the bridge ridgeman, like he's done with yeah. Like now, I I, I couldn't explain it mm-hmm. why that could work. Yeah, like it seems like they're under. Like, are they? Are they? Are their eyes glowing red too? Like it wasn't described here. Mm-hmm. So they aren't. They aren't quite under the same effect as the fuse that are that are flying around. Yeah. So they're not quite in that state, but they are compromised, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they're not like, they're fighting because they have to, because they're slaves. Again. Right. 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 Well, okay, but if they have to, so hang on. Well, maybe that's, maybe that's the key. Because if, if they haven't lost their autonomy, mm-hmm. Then maybe Kaladin has a shot here. That's and possible. That's yeah. why yeah, they're not like these. They're not like the palace guards who have this glazed look over their eyes that are being controlled. Right. Right. That's what. That's what I was getting. Right. At. Right. 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 So then. So then that that could be. That could be. This this confrontation. It's like Kaladin's fate. That's why he, you know, left and wandered and met them and had mm-hmm. this whole adventure and could all cul- culminate to now. Right. And, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that'd be really great. Let's keep reading. So, uh, POV change again, back to Shalon here. Yeah, so POV change. Shalon regarded the figure in the mirror. It had spoken. What are you? They call me the taker of secrets, the figure said. Or they once did. One of the unmade? Our enemies. We were made, and then unmade. She agreed, but no, not an enemy. The figure turned human-like again though the eyes remained glowing white. It pressed its hands against the glass. Ask my son, please. You're of him, Odium? The figure glanced to the sides as if frightened. No, I am of me. Now, and only of me. Shalon considered then looked at the keyhole. By using pattern in that, she could initiate the oath gate. Don't do it. 
Shah Anat pled, Listen, radiant, listen to my plea. Ashutmarn fled on purpose. It is a trap. I was compelled to touch the spren of this device so it will not function as you wish. What? <laughs> I was compelled to touch the spren of this device so it will not function as you wish. Mm-hmm. So they can't so get So she's saying the oath gate is corrupted. Like she's corrupted all these right. other spren. So don't use it because it's not going to do what you think it is. Now, the question for you is, do you believe her? I don't know. We're real close here, bro. Let's uh, let's wrap this up. Last POV change here. This is it? This is the last POV change. This is change. the end of the chapter? Yeah, coming up here. Okay. Kaladin's will to fight evaporated. Right, because he's seeing Saw. He's seeing mm-hmm. his friend. Yeah, he's Saw. <laughs> Sorry. He'd been stoked with energy, ready to enter the battle and protect his men, but Saw recognized him and gasped, and then grabbed his companion, Ken, one of the others Kaladin knew, and pointed. The Parsh woman cursed, and the group of them scrambled away from the steps, leaving dead human soldiers. In the opening provided, Kaladin's men pushed down off the steps into the Grand Hall. They surged around Kaladin as, stunned, he lowered his spear. Pretty great. I, I like it. He's he's <laughs> deflated, right? Well, I only see him attacking if he's forced to. Mm-hmm. Out of necessity, but it's not necessary yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. He lowered his spear. The large pillared hall became a scene of utter chaos. Azure's soldiers rushed in from the sunwalk, meeting the parchment who came up the stairs from the back of the palace. They'd likely broken in through the gardens there. The king held his son, standing amid a group of soldiers in the very center. Kaladin's men managed to get down off the steps, and behind them rushed the queen's guard. And it all churned into a melee. Battle lines disintegrated, and platoons shattered, men fighting alone or in pairs. It was a battlefield commander's nightmare, hundreds of men mixing and screaming and fighting and dying. Kaladin saw them, all of them. Saw and the Parshmen fighting to keep their freedom, the guardsmen who had been rescued, fighting for their king, Azure's wall guard, terrified as their city fell around them. The Queen's Guard convinced they were loyally following orders. And in that moment, Kaladin lost something precious. He'd always been able to trick himself into seeing a battle as us against them. Protect those you love. Kill everyone else. But but they didn't deserve death. None of them did. And he locked up. He froze. Something that hadn't happened to him since the first days in Amram's army. The sill spear vanished in his fingers, puffing into mist. How could he fight? How could he kill people who were just doing the best they could? Stop, he finally bellowed. Stop it. Stop killing each other. 
nearby saw rammed beard through with a spear. Stop, please. Noro responded by running through Jali, one of the other Parshmen Kaladin had known. Ahead, Elokar's ring of guards fell, and a member of the Queen's Guard managed to ram the point of a halberd into the king's arm. Elokar gasped, dropping his shard blade from pained fingers, holding his son close with his other arm. The Queen's Guardsmen pulled back, eyes widening as if seeing the king for the first time. One of Azure's soldiers cut the guardsmen down in his moment of confusion. Kaladin screamed, tears streaming from his eyes. He begged them to just stop and to listen. They couldn't hear him. Saw, gentle Saw, who had only wanted to protect his daughter, died by Noro's sword. Noro, in turn, got his head split by Ken's axe. Noro and Saw fell beside Beard, whose dead eyes stared sightlessly. His arm stretched out Glyphward, soaking up his blood. Kaladin slumped to his knees. His stormlight seemed to frighten off the enemies. Everyone stayed away from him, and Sill spun around him, begging for him to listen, but he couldn't hear her. He couldn't hear Sill. The king. She's begging yeah. him to do something. Yeah. This is... This is crazy. Like, he's freeze. He froze. Mm-hmm. The king, he thought, numb. Get to Elikar. Elikar had fallen to his knees. In one arm he held his terrified son. In the other hand he held a sheet of paper. A sketch. He was holding a sketch in his hand. Right. The sketch that Shalon drew of him, of the man he could be. Right. Read it, dude. Kaladin could almost hear Elikar stuttering the words. Life, life before death. The hair on Kaladin's neck rose. Elikar started to glow softly. Strength before weakness. Do it, Elikar, Kaladin whispered. Journey. Journey before... A figure emerged from the battle. A tall, lean man. So, so familiar. Gloom seemed to cling to Moash. Oh my god. Gloom seemed to cling to Moash, who wore a brown uniform, like the Parshman. For a heartbeat, the battle pivoted on him. Wall guard behind him, broken palace guard bef- before. Moash, no, Kaladin whispered. But he couldn't move. Stormlight bled from him, leaving him empty and exhausted. Lowering his spear, Moash ran Elakar through the chest. Wow. Kaladin screamed. Moash pinned the king to the ground, shoving aside the weeping child prince with his foot. (laughs) 
He placed his boot against Elikar's throat, holding him down, and then pulled the spear out and stabbed Elikar through the eye as well. He held the weapon in place, carefully waiting until the flit, the fledgling glow around the king faded and flickered out. The king's shard blade appeared from mist and clanged to the ground beside him. Elikar, king of Althkar, was dead. Moash pulled the spear free and glanced at the shard blade. Then he kicked it aside. Kicked it aside? Mm -hmm. He looked at Kaladin, then quietly made the bridge four salute. Wrists tapped together. The spear he held dripped with Elikar's blood. The battle broke. Kaladin's men had been all but obliterated. The remnants escaped along the sunwalk. Kaladin's men had been obliterated. A member of the Queen's Guard scooped up the young prince and carried him away. Azure's men limped back before the growing Parchment armies. The Queen descended the stairs, wreathed in black smoke, eyes glowing red. She had transformed, strange crystal formations having pierced her skin like carapace. Mm-hmm. Her chest was glowing bright with a gemstone, as if it had replaced her heart. It shone through her dress. Kaladin turned from her and crawled toward the king's corpse. Nearby, a member of the queen's guard finally took notice of him, seizing him by the arm. And then, light. Glowing stormlight flooded the chamber as twin radiance exploded out from the sunwalk. Drahi and Scar swept through the enemy, driving them back with sweeping spears and lashings. A second later, Adolin grabbed Kaladin under the arms and heaved him backward. Time to go, bridge boy. <laughs> wow. That's it. That's the end of the chapter. Wow. I am heartbroken. Of course. Life before death. He started to grow. Strength before weakness. And then journey before. And then. He did it, man. Ellipsis. Alucard did it. He went from being someone we despised to nearly being radiant. And Moash took that away from him. You know what? I'm not going to let him do it. I'm not going to let who I'm do it. I'm going to say that it, well, I'm, I'm just going to say that in that moment that he was enough. He was radiant. He saved his son. Yeah. Well, looks like his son is now back with the queen, but it, like, man, I mean, that's really heartbreaking. It really is. Like I, <laughs> yeah, that's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> not the response I expected from Caliban. To, to make it worse though, eh? Moash stabs the king and then brushes yeah. the kid aside with his foot like it means nothing. With his foot. 
Well, and Jeez. not only not only not only did the kid mean nothing to Moash in that moment, mm -hmm. but he doesn't even take the shard blade. Doesn't care. No. And okay, so so Drahi and Scar are okay. Th those are the two that I was concerned about as well. Because yeah. when they when they said that Kaladin's men had all been obliterated, all mm -hmm. been but obliterated. I thought maybe it was worse yeah. in terms of the casualties. Wow. Crazy, right? That's not, that's crazy. Yeah, that's huge. Ever, a lot of people have been waiting for you to read this chapter. Man, um, it's, it's heavier than I thought it was going to be, yeah. to be honest with you. I wasn't expecting to care so much about Elicar. Mm -hmm. I think that's really ultimately what I was not expecting yeah. was to feel so much for him, especially in that moment. But when you said Moash took it away from him, no, I'm going to, even though he didn't get to finish the, um, the, the first words, ideal. Yeah. You know, this is something that's been I, brewing I for a while too. I mean, Alucard tried to give us clues about it in the first book and then tried to give us more clues in the second book. Right, that he was seeing shadows yeah. and the mirrors, and then he said something about Damn, a symbol-headed uh, a creature that he had seen one time, which was a, um, a cryptid, a cryptic, mm -hmm. um, like like Shalon. So it sounds like Alucar would have become a light weaver had he been able to, right, you right. Know? And Shalon earlier in this part even says, "Oh, he's got some artistic ability doing these maps. Like the maps look really nice." Yeah, right. So the little hints here and there, a little little clues um so this is wow. the beginnings of what fandom refers to as fuck moash hashtag this is the fuck beginning moash. of what, is that a thing yeah. fuck moash yeah <laughs> really yeah this is when it all wow. starts fuck moash people really really hate him now after this Well, for him to so callously follow through, mm -hmm. you know, and then, and then have and the, then, and then know, and didn't and do then the, salute. we were just talking about how awesome it was that Adolin did it, did it. Yeah. And now, yeah. you know, this is a spit in Cal's face. This is, okay. I haven't even had a chance to absorb that, mm -hmm. but you're right. This is like, you know, you made me. Yeah. This is on you kind of thing. You made me. Yeah. 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 Like crazy, whoa. eh? It it turns it turns uh, Kaladin into into a creator, like a job creator, or no? <laughs> a job, yeah, <laughs> yes, one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, no, just I mean, you know, we live in the time of gods. Well, here's one of your creations, Cal. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, Cal completely fell apart here. Realizing that no matter I what know. side he's on, he's killing people he cares about. It completely crippled and him. so he couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Protect those you care about. I care about them all. Okay. You know what? I, I, I would have expected then some kind of heroic Action. whirlwind, mm -hmm. a whirlwind of like sill spinning and deflecting attacks mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. shutting everyone mm -hmm. down like Kaladin Stormblast shining in this moment. It, it's like, kind of fitting though that it went the other way than that. That the overwhelming well, it's, ofness of it got to him. Like we know what Cal deals with sometimes, right? I know. I know. I just. 
Yeah, I wasn't expecting like him to be totally shut down. Mm-hmm. Right? I this kind is of cost. This I is... kind of like it to be honest. I like it too because like it means our very, heroes are fallible too. Very, like you know, our our yeah, heroes always can't come dramatic. through, right? Yeah, I, I really like it. I, I it it really humanizes yeah. him for me. I, I we were just talking about Adolin going, wow, Stormfather, look at him. But you know yeah. what? It comes down to it. He's he's a regular dude, you know, who goes through, you know, depression and and anxiety and and this was a moment that it got to him and he couldn't he couldn't pull through. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Do you have a Do you have a highlight? Do you, can you think of a? Well, I haven't been able to. Not really. To but anything the off the top of your head way. here. Um. It's not very. I mean, I'm. It's it's great. It's mm-hmm. a great chapter. I yeah. just. Uh, it's not what I was expecting. Um. You can save one. Uh, the title is is really great. I almost wonder if the title should have been something that could have reflected, you know, the one that you can't save, Cal, mm-hmm. which is Moash. Right. Wow. I don't know what to say because it seems like now they have to contend with the queen. The queen is lost as the, well. My highlight, truthfully, in this is... The realization that there's a third unmade involved right. here. Yeah. And, Felignar, you right? know, there wasn't any real signs of a third one kind of being involved. And all of a sudden, oh, shit. Remember how unbelievably tough this was going to be when they were like, we barely got right. out of fighting one. Now we got to fight two. Well, now you got to fight three. This is that this is that but time not, when you were like, "Hey, um, I know that you guys beat uh, a, dra- a green dragon, but guess what? That was just an <laughs> illusion. You got to beat the green dragon again." You know what I mean? Right. Um, I seem to remember pulling pulling off that. Yeah, you've you've pulled that that, that trick. It's it's a good Pull trick. That stunt. Maybe we should yeah. uh, get to the info dump now. Um, we'll let you obviously talk. Yeah, think go about ahead. This. I'll uh, I'll and, think um, about it for next. The next uh, chapter. The next wow. episode is actually going to be quite small. It's three small little chapters uh, to finish okay. part one or part three. So we'll give you at the beginning of next chap uh, episode. The next time. chapter finishes part three. Yeah. So on Sunday when we record before oh, you leave wow. for Spain will be the end of part three. Oh yeah, right. I got, we got it. We're on a crazy adventure. Yeah. Wow. But um, yeah, okay. we'll give you a little bit of a block of time at the beginning of next episode to really, you know, think about this Moash and Elokar and Yelignar and all this um, Saw dying and all of this, the Walgard squad dying and all this yeah, stuff. Saw, and, Saw's gone. Yeah. Beard's gone. Noro's gone. All of those yeah. characters are gone. They're all dead. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll think about it over the the course of the next little few days here, and then we'll uh, and we'll we'll we'll, th- we'll talk about it again. Um, what we'd like okay. to do right now is get to the info dump. We want to say thank you the to Buzzkill sure. Joe for all the awesome work he does on the of info course. dump. Um, mm-hmm. f- uh, uh, chapter eighty three here, cr- Crimson to Break. High uh, High Lord Uramil is a uh, Kolinar High Lord recruited by Elkar, one of these guys that he spent these last few weeks trying to um, uh, uh, get under his side. Also. High High Lord Shaddai is another one of those guys. Uh, uh, and then Sidon is one of these palace guards that uh, Adolin rem- remembers who was like locked away for, for weeks and they thought it was only like a few days, right? Um, 
So we have sure a couple of names here. <laughs> Bright Lord Caves is the um, one of the men that were uh, was executed by the Queen. Caves Colon, a distant Colon family member, seemingly right. not well liked by the main branch of the Colons. He was executed by the Queen. Um, we get to finally see a, a thunderclast in our in our right. time here, which is amazing. Thunderclasts <laughs> are so awesome. Like, what do you? How do you fight Godzilla? Adds- Right. Adds to the impossibility, mm-hmm. though, of what they're up against. For sure. For sure. Um, we are re-engaged um, with Stone Stance and Wind Stance from Adolin's point of view again here, which is really, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the uh, Azur's Blade, she stabbed an enemy soldier who tried to push her through. Remarkably, right. his eyes didn't burn, though his skin did go a straight ashen gray as he died. Um, and then Adolin thinks, what's wrong with her blade? So very, very cool. Something right. new to think about. Um, and then uh, chapter 84, the one you can save, we have uh, the name Jolly show up, which is one of the parchment that Cal mm-hmm. had gotten to know. Um, not really that important. Um, the statue, um, statue corridor, yeah, the there was statue. one that was missing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is the same as it was six years ago when Zeth killed Gavilar. Zeth brushed by, continuing to pass a line of statues depicting the ten heralds from ancient Voran theology. Jezera, Ishi, Kelek, Talanat. He counted off each one and realized there were only nine. One was conspicuously missing. Why had Shalash's statue been removed? King Gavilar was said to be very devout in his Vorn worship. Too devout by some people's standards. So that, the very first chapter in this this Has, these series, answers the question of which statue was missing. It was Shalash's. Shalash. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, very interesting. Uh, Gavinor is obviously Alucard's son. Um, and then there seems to be something here where Asudon kind of knew what um, Gavilar was up to. You know, I've done what your father could not, right? Um, so very interesting that uh, that um, Asudon was um, in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yelignar, one of the unmade, continuing this his is, work. Yeah, this quote here that uh, uh, Buzzkill has for us is from Way of Kings. Yelignar, mm-hmm. called Blightwin, was one that could speak like a man, though often his voice was accompanied by the wails of those he consumed. And then Nohadon says in one of the flashbacks, he was responsible for killing Nohadon's scribes long ago. All of my wordsmen were slaughtered when Yelignar broke into the chancery. So we've had, we've seen this name before and we've, Mm. we've read it, which is really, really cool. Um, And I love how um, the the queen refers to Ashertman, the other um, unmade, that he has no will. He is merely a force of consumption, mindless to be harnessed. So this is very cool. Um, We get Ja'anat. She's like, you know, I am not your enemy. The diagram actually predicted that there would be something uh, of a potential friendly unmade. This is from Words of Radiance. One is almost certainly a traitor to the others. This is from Book of the Second Desk Drawer, paragraph 27. And um, this seems to be about the unmade, that one is almost certainly a traitor to the others. Certainly. Which is very, very cool. So thanks to Buzzkill Joe for... um, you know, um, doing all this well, let's research. Let's hope it's and, not. Yeah, let's, let's hope it is. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks again for Buzzkill Joe for doing all that work. We really appreciate it. Um, 
Yeah, so everyone, we've got one more chapter to go, or one more uh, episode to go. For part three. Three chapters. They're all very small chapters. It's going to be a quick one, <laughs> but uh, we... Um, we hope you can uh, join us and listen. Um, thank you very much to everyone who's listening live right now. If you want to yes, be able to have so a chance much. to listen live while we do these live reads, please go to uh, patreon.com slash heroes of and sign up for uh, our Patreon. Be part of the team and you can sit here with the 27 audience members who actually lasted this long. Thanks a lot, guys, for sitting <laughs> with us. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah. If you want to reach out and correct anything that we've said or just to reach out and tell us how much you love us, which we absolutely love when you do that, um, you can do that at Heroes of Academy. Catherine at gmail.com. You could hit us up on, um, on Instagram at the storm pod, or you can reach out on the Reddit, the storm pod, uh, the, the, the Reddit, uh, subreddit page, the storm pod or the Facebook page. So that's it, man. Um, yeah, one more that to go. Heavy. And then we are uh, going to be done for a little bit because you're going to be on, uh, you're going to be in another country for a little while. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if we can fit this recording in right mm-hmm. before I leave on, on we're going to have to, we have to do it. Okay. Yeah, we have okay. to do it. So okay. So um, we'll try to fit in this week. Yeah, for okay. sure. Anyways, you yeah. and I will talk after. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyways, thank you everyone yeah. for listening. We love you very much. Until next time. <laughs> Take care, everybody. The Storm Pod is brought to you by Heroes of Music and Theme Song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Moray. Produced by our wonderful Patreon team and the heroes of Akathra.